What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dope as Usual podcast. I am Thomas Dope Zola. This is Marty O'Neill. What's up? Huh? Let's go. It's been feeling, a minute. I feel I'm awesome, man. Today, I feel good man. today, too. Guys, let's get straight into it. This episode, you guys have been bugging me in the DMs ever since we talked about it. This is Sean Solo Fra- Franklin. Fontino. Fontino. I knew I'd, I was yeah. like, yo, I'm going to mess that last name up. I know <laughs> I'm going to, man. Um, how you doing? Man, I'm good, brother. I'm good, Thanks man. Thanks for being here, man. to link up with you, man. Stoked, years, man. Bro. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. I mean, I've been keeping up with your shit since last time I saw you. Yeah. I'm, always, I'm always on top of everything, so I'm, I'm seeing everything you're doing. I know you say you have a book. Yeah. yeah so yeah. let's get straight, let's get into that first because I want everybody to know about this. Is it it's dropped? Oh, it just dropped. Right? No, in January. No, oh. we push. We pushing it back, man. To win for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a, a date yet? Well, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna have a date actually Wednesday. They just waiting on me to pick a date. Oh, I keep so pushing this, it this back. month. Yeah, I keep pushing it back, man. Because um, you got hold on. Let me. You gotta remember that um, this is my life story. Mm-hmm. So you just can't rush that out to the mm-hmm. world because once it's out there, it's out there. You can't do anything else about it. It's nice, out there, man. It's out there, bro. It's out there. Ooh, oh shit! And a graphic novel of my life, bro. A comic book. This is just the first chapter. What? Man, I'm not playing with him, brother. Yo, this Let's is go. everything from your life. This is my real, true life, man. It's the real That's stuff. That's a comic book. Yo, and this is tight. Let's go. Yeah, man. So this drops at the same time? Yeah, if you look, it say numb. Yeah, it I say numb, right? The first chapter in the book is called numb. Mm. So every chapter, I'm going to do one of these with it. So you got to buy oh each one God. to get it, or you can buy the collective of them all. Oh, shit. That's great. The, the, the everything. This is it, smart, man. It's like a collector's item. It's a collector's item, yeah. visual. It's a visual, like a storyboard. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I love this. Yeah. Damn. Oh, it's getting graphic. graphic. Oh, man. <laughs> That's why I said. So, look, this is um, not to cut you off from interviewing me, but. No, tell me. Tell me this is the um, this the this the rough one. This is the very first book that I did. So I, I keep it. I hold it because it got shit in here that I, I actually erased in the real book that's coming out. Man. Oh. Because when I first started doing my book, I start pouring damn near everything I've been through. And then I start weeding out shit afterwards because that's the only way you can do a, a true book to where people will like understand it and love it. So this is the book that has all this shit that probably could put me in fucking jail, put me in some fucking trouble, all kind of so shit. So, so I'm finna burn this motherfucker. Like I talked to my attorneys and everything. I didn't say a whole lot of shit that I could have said, but it's just it sits with me uneasy. So I done been through this book. Thousands of times it feel like and hitting my partner up saying, hey, take this chapter completely out because I was talking a little too much in there. Take this out um, um, like the ice cube chapter in here. You take that out? Nah, I, I made them. I fixed it, you know, because. What, what was the, the it about? Like 
Um, I really just didn't really even want to talk about the Ice Cube chapter. Gotcha. I got a good friend, man. His name is Emery. Um, he's like Jay, one of Jay Z's right hand mans, you know, Rock Nation oh, yeah. and stuff. He's my boy, and I went and sat down with him, you know, up at Rock Nation, and we was just talking, and we personally friends. And I was saying I'm doing my book, man, and he was like, man, that's gonna be hard, just based off of my life story. So, um, and I was saying, what do you feel about the the Ice Cube chapter? You know, I kind of didn't want to talk about it, but I do. And he was he was telling me, nah, man, don't put that in there, bro. No, just. Move on past that because you bigger than that, bro. You got Rockstar. You got Grand Theft Auto. Don't let that hurt you. So I put it in there anyway. Oh, shit. Because, <laughs> because, no, because it is part of my, my history. It's something that I hate that I did, but it ended up being a big part. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Me and Ice Cube got into it, and I took his West Side Connection chain, bro. Mm. Be real, it's all on YouTube, bro. I let Be Real hold the West Side Connection chain, all that crazy shit. Oh man. damn, I so, didn't know about that. But me and Q, man, we we got history, man. You know, I want to get too deep in it because I want people to, to read that to, shit. Yeah, this is the game changer, man. The shirt you can get it. You can read about the love story between me and him because that's actually my friend. You know, I'm talking about really my my friend. Me and Q go way back. We just had a misunderstanding. It was a fight, little. Bumping, bumping, and that was it, bro. And then we, me and him, cool to this day. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So you got to read the book, man. But just remember, I'm not glorifying any violence in here, bro. That's what I went back and I fixed. Mm-hmm. Just so my, people aren't saying like, oh, like you just said, glorifying, like, oh yeah, I did this to this fool. Now look at me, I'm fine. Yeah, to anybody. Yeah, to anybody that I've ever had an issue with in my life, I don't want to glorify it in my book. I don't want to be the villain. I've been the villain all my life, man. I want to be the hero. I want to be loved. I want people to feel me, read my book, and understand what I've been through. Like, um, just a quick little something out of the book, you know. Um, I've been through two kidnappings that don't nobody know, know about. Well, a lot of people in the city of Watts know about it. My wife, who I'm with now, she's been kidnapped because of me. Um, my son, mom, been kidnapped because of me because I was in the streets. I was getting my money. Yeah. And... That comes with the territory, that bullshit. No matter how hard you is, I thought I was untouchable. But it goes to show you not because I'm from I'm from Watts, L.A. You got Compton, you got Carson, you got the, the West Side, South Central, you got Gardena, you got, they give two fucks about how hard you is in that city right mm-hmm. there. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, for, of course. So I come up in the era that when game banging was tied in with Big drugs, crack, Colombians sitting, moving on your block and flooding you with drugs, like unimaginable drugs, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a young kid and you you got access to kilos and shit like that, bro. And you're like, what the fuck? Where this come from? And you making money over money over money. And you're a kid. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So I come from that era. Then you had the jackers and the and the robbers and the kidnappers that came and got the dudes that had the big, big money. So I was raised up in that era when shoot first, ask questions later. You know how yeah. somebody might rob you for something and say, hey, take that off. And they give you a chance to take it off and give it to them. I come in and where it was just doom, doom, and they pull it off a dead body. Oof. Like I've been shot, I've been shot several times. I got if I pull my shirt, I got staples running all up my here, bullet here, here because I went like that after I've been shot and being robbed at the same time. 
So I come up in a shitty era, man. You know, I'm I'm thankful I made it through it. Yeah. Very thankful sounds I made it intense. through it. Oh, intense wasn't. You got to remember, we didn't have cell phones like that. We didn't have security system where we can watch and make sure nobody comes to your house. So you was just bare ass. You come out the house, you just had to be, your, your head had to stay on the swivel. Like at the gas stations. Yeah. So I stay at the gas stations yeah, no matter what. I, I, I got a call from one of my brothers that did federal time. And he said he was in there with an inmate that said that he thought I did something to him back in the days, right? And he was like, man, I hate to say this to you, bro, but I was trying to get your brother. He was like, but every day he came home. He got out the car. He had a bulletproof vest on. He had a pistol in his hand. And it was a dude came out on the second story of where I lived at with a gun on top of there. That's how I came home Damn, every day, bro. It's a militant lifestyle. For real. No, this is a true story, bro. That's how I had to come home every day. And he said, man, I could not get him. We used to sit in the bushes. We was going to kill him. And my brother was like, what? You know, kind of getting mad. Like, they got to fuck you up right now. Yeah, yeah. That's my it. brother. You know what I mean? But he was like, bro, I found out it wasn't him. After, but in the first few, two, three attempts, we were trying to get him. But every day he pulled up, all we heard was clack, 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 clack. And, and I was making sure I get in the house. That's the life I lived for, for, for a few years, man. I've been through some shit, brother, that y'all wouldn't imagine, you know. And it's in my book, man. You know, 16, 17-year-old, you know, raising myself. Uh, never knew my father. You know, my mother was in and out of my life. My grandmother raised me. So, you know, I got introduced to selling crack and um, I only got a ninth grade education. They let you stop going? Huh? They didn't like track you down to keep going to school? Nah, bro. Back then, they back, didn't give I, a fuck back in what, them back, days, bro. Okay, okay. Now you go to jail. Your parents go to jail for that shit. Yeah, nah, back then, they didn't give a damn, bro. You know, but you couldn't make me go back at that time because, you know, I'm that young and I'm selling crack and I'm making money. That's all you and have I to can, say. Yeah, it's like. You, you, you're going to have to damn near drag me mm-hmm. out of these streets to get back into learning about some shit I don't give a fuck about, you know? Because all I remember was they was trying to tell me George Washington chopped down a fucking cherry tree. Like, <laughs> I gave two fucks exactly. about that. You don't feel what I'm getting fuck at? About that. I don't give two fucks about that, man. And then I come up in the city. I went to Gompers uh, Junior High School and Locke High School um, where they were teaching us Fourth or fifth grade work from a good school. And we were equal grades. Like if I'm in the seventh grade, I was getting fourth grade work that people were getting in the good schools, like Beverly Hills and all that. So they were keeping us behind. Yeah, it's keeping you down a little bit. Keeping us, keeping us Not where maturing they wanted to keep us at, You feel me? If you're in the twelfth grade, you you study in ninth grade work from another good school. So I I care too less about um the educational part, but I push it on kids a lot. Like you know, I sometime, man, I've did uh, panels, uh, places where I went to schools and talked to the kids, man, and I and I and I push it, man. Stay in school, please. You know, go to college, mm-hmm. do this and do that. And it's good that we do that because we want the kids to stay in school. But the schools have to start teaching these kids the right shit. Our system is pretty the, bad. The system is horrible. You know, you want us to push the kids to stay in school and get education, but it's kids out here that done got educations, done went to college, got degrees and everything, and they still fucking working in Starbucks because we live in a, it's not what you know, it's who you know world. It's true. 
Like, you know, I, or I can hire you because you my homie or you my family member. Mm-hmm. They're not looking at this educated person right here who the company really needs to come in excel. and yeah. help the company excel and be a good, good worker. Mm-hmm. No, they're going to hire somebody they know. So now you got these kids coming out of colleges, man, depressed, you know, suicide. In debt. In debt. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Doing things that they really didn't want to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I push going to school, but also I push that real shit too, man, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's school time. for structure. Yeah, and it's time that these corporate buildings, man, y'all start hiring the right people, man, and stop letting your manager hire all his family. And that's that's where it's at right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it is all about who you know. We were just talking about this. It's all about who you know. Yeah, it's course. not about what you know. Yeah, because I know some people that own companies. My like, how the fuck you don't run this company? Yeah, you're incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see yeah. it every day. It's like, yeah. All right, but it's not my business. So I'm gonna keep moving. Yeah, especially in the fucking weed world. Oh, oh we were a whole different <laughs> yeah. story. <laughs> it's a bunch of fools that woke up at eleven went to what bed you at say seven. You're like, are you are you a thirty five year old dude in jeans and flip flops right now? <laughs> you got money? You're now a weed investor. That's yeah. pretty much how that works. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the chapters you were talking about is mainly in your book. So that's one of my questions. Where'd you grow up? So Watts, you're growing I grew up. up in Watts. And if you're selling crack, I mean, I was doing this, not crack, but I was selling weed. You yeah. couldn't get me to go to school. Yeah. I grew, if I grew up with no money at all and now I got $30 extra, yeah, yeah, I'm not coming to school today. It's like... It, it's not... I don't feel like it's our faults. It's more of like the opportunities there. Do you want me to wait till I'm 21 to not be hungry all day? It's not going to happen. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm not yeah. going to do it. All my friends are eating and shit. I, I'm going to sell something. Yeah. The structure has to change. It has to, bro. I don't know if it's going to ever change. They ain't I gonna don't think fix, so. They ain't going to fix something that's working for them. You know, get your kid to come to these colleges and we're going to put your parents in debt and the kid in debt. That's the whole thing is to keep us in debt. I'm so glad I'm not in debt. Mm -hmm. I don't owe shit. That's the worst I use my credit card. I pay that motherfucker off. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I just stop using them because I'd rather pay for what I want now. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. That is very stressful. It That's why I resent fast. school because they don't teach you the shit that means something in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do the checkbook. You guys yeah, got me for fucking 10 years. You don't put any of this shit on me. <laughs> right? And, the and, fuck? and then they say they're going to forgive shit, uh, the college loans, but they won't. Like, I got someone that's in, in my family. I ain't going to say their name, but they kid went to college, did great. But all the debt went on the parent. Now, the only way they forgive the debt. This is the crazy part. This is the weird shit. She has to continue working until she's 60 something. She can't retire now. Mm. That's the only way they forgive it. So we're going to keep slaving you and slaving say it's you enslaving and slaving you. you and slaving. Yeah, it's modern day slavery. It sounds like bro. third world country cartel shit. Come on, bro. I never heard of that. You have to keep working till you're 60. That's the only way dead. we'll forgive the. The, the, the interest that you've been accruing, all that shit. Yeah. So it's so shit is evil. up. Move to Canada and go get free free fucking schooling for a couple years and come back. Yeah. So then you wonder why, you know, people lean towards doing other shit. I mean, it's like this. Get a degree and make that money or maybe in debt or I can go sell this right now because we're going to lose our fucking house. We're going to get evicted. I don't have food. I got some shit to pay for. I mean, it's... It's a no. The people that don't understand are the people that have never been poor before. Exactly. And even if I was never poor, I could still see the fucking side for, of it. Yeah. Like you got nothing, no money. I would rob some shit too. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's nothing else to say. It's, I get it. It's a cold world. I man. get it, man. I understand, but it's just there's nothing you do world, about it. Or were your, how were your parents feeling about all this growing up? Were my they? parents, my parents wasn't around, man. Mm. My mom, she had me when she was like 16, 15. so mm-hmm. she couldn't raise me. So my so. grandmother raised me, mm-hmm. and by my grandmother raising me, um, I was able to have more space. My chain was mm-hmm. like really took off. Click, you know, I didn't have a. Uh, I can only go so far out the yard. No, click, go. Because this is my grandmother. You mm-hmm. know, she's old-fashioned. She just... Same with me. He got lights to learn are, on his own. The lights are going down. Just come back. Yeah. That's how my grandma was. Yeah. Like, just start, start coming back. Yeah, like, you know, my grandmother, she she was my everything, man. That's that's the love of my life, man. You know, I got they, they names right here tatted on me. My mom and my grandmother, they both passed. So, um... They just, you know, my grandmother would just let me go. Like she would whoop my ass with a with a I got a whooping with a peach tree. See, people don't know about that a shit. What? Go out there and get that branch off the peach oh, tree. Oh, switches. A switch. Yeah. And she would whoop your ass. Them little things sting, man. They hurt bad. They hurt bad. So I remember you close. Yeah, I remember I'm 14 year old, 13, and it's in here. I ran away. And she just went on about cooking dinner. Cause she knew I bring my ass back. Mm-hmm. That's the old fashioned mentality of a of an older person. Yeah, the grandmothers, no, mother, father, they are gonna come look for you mm-hmm. and maybe beat the shit out of you for a minute. <laughs> but they are gonna be worried because they are gonna come trying to find you because mm-hmm. they get worried. A grandmother is like, that's a good way to put it. That's exactly how back. my grandma was. Yeah, be back. I ain't worried about him. I've been through this shit many times. I know. You know they old school. Yeah, and plus when you have the older grandparent, it's really qu- it's it's very. I know you do this. It's very easy to. I'm going to go with my friends. And then the second you're out, you're a fucking menace. Yeah. And then the second you come back, everything's back to normal. And they have no idea what you just did some manly ass terrible things to somebody. Would you say she was aware of all this crazy shit going on? My grandmother was aware. Oh, she was. Beyond aware. She let me do it. Mm. She let me do it, man. And I hate to say that, but, you know, my grandmother just was that type, man. She was like, I just love all my kids and grandkids. I was her first grandson, period. My mother was the first to have a kid. And she would just like, as long as you do it where I can see you doing it at. If you're going to sell something, sell it right outside of my house. wow. So that kind of fucked me up, too. But at least she kept you kind of like, at least I'm trying to keep him safe because he's going to run off and do it if I don't say this. The police would come raid and looking for the crack and hiding. And she would come outside and be cussing their ass out. That's the, and she worked every day. My grandmother had a good job, no Lockheed. Yep, she used to get in her car and go to work, come back home, cook for us and everything. But she still was about her kids and her, her grandson. She was very old. You had a good upbringing, it sounds like. At least you had someone there that cared for you. Well, I had you know? a great upbringing because I was raised by my, my three uncles and my grandmother and my grandfather. Like I said, my mom, she was still trying to figure her life out because mm-hmm. she was young. You know, When I finally got back with my mom... I was able to buy her a house. I bought her her first house. That's so cool. I was 18, 19. Damn. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. This is more recent. No. At 18, you bought the house? Bought my mom her first house. You were crushing it then. Yeah. Was she, what what was she like? Was she like astonished? Like, what the, these kids are teenagers. you know, she, she knew what I was doing. And she knew I was doing it. So you were in like loose contact. Yeah. And, Mm. and she lived on the East side in my old gangbanging neighborhood. And, uh, it was her and my little sister. 
And I remember just, I don't want y'all over here no more. You know, come on. And I put her in a, a nice apartment first on the west side of town, the better side of town. Um, they stayed there for about, I want to say about two, three years. I'm paying all the bills, everything, putting my sister through school too at the same time. Um, and I'm young myself and I'm doing all of this. I'm taking old, on man. responsibilities at 18, 19 year old, right? So um, I end up getting into it with some dudes in that area. Well, I didn't, my, my crazy ass brother did for nothing. And it turned into gunplay. Ugh. So I said, you know what? Let me get them up, up out of here because they did come back and shoot the place up. So I ended up saying, look, just find something, we're going to buy it. So she found a house because, you know, we come out the ghetto, she found a two-story home with a pool. And, oh, and she was like, I want this one right here. And this and that. that what you want? Okay. Put the money down. The feeling, man. That's so cool. You know so what I mean? Cool. Here you go. Let's go do it. When it got with back then, you know, you can you can just fill out some shit, get him a down payment, and yep. they give you the house. That's what Freeway Rick was saying. Yeah, you yeah, don't have yeah. to go. Yeah, Everybody Rick, wants yeah, cash. Rick, yeah, Rick yeah. is like like my play uncle, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, no like shit. Like when I tell you I was getting money when I was young. It's like now now it makes sense. You we bought a house at 18. Area, yeah. Now we, I got We you. all in the same gotcha. era, area, like, you know. Mm. Uh, Rick is in the book and everything. Oh, no shit. Yeah. All right, all right. So, damn, That's you questioned OG, it at that man. time? That's my OG. That's so. so crazy, man. That's such an accomplishment to be able to move him out like that. At that age, it's unreal. It was it was, it was, was easy. It wasn't just me. You got to imagine. Whatever I was doing, it was other little young dudes doing it 10 times more because it was just so easy. When the crack era hit through all the black areas, because that's all it really hit, the black and brown mm-hmm. areas, the money was just like like walking dead. The zombies just keep coming, coming. They go find the money and they just keep coming. It was turning doctors and people that had degrees and good jobs into uh, strawberries and junkies. You know, I'm talking about overnight. You know, they on their way to work with a doctor suit on and everything, but they stop down the street and say, look, I don't have no money today because I've been buying it all week. Can you just give me something and I, I'll come back and pay you next week? Or they'd turn a favor. And if you got a young, horny dude and it's his friend mom's, that's it, it was fucked up, bro. And and they knew what they were doing. The system knew what they were doing when they did what they did, bro. But I came up in that time when it was fucked up, man. Plenty of money, but 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 hell to come with it. Mm-hmm. You know what they say? More money, more problems. True story. That's so true, especially how we were getting it, standing yeah, on corners. Because you're getting the shit. money from the people you turned into zombies. Yeah, and you know these people, you know them. It's heartbreaking. Man. You know them every day. You seeing them, and they they selling shit to go get twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, ten dollars. You know what I mean? And I, I, if I say, if you ask me, would I do it all over again? Hell nah. Some shit in my life, yeah, I do it all over again. But that. If I could have did, if I could have just been around a family of hardworking men that had good jobs and was teaching real estate, uh, teaching you know how to construction truck drivers, Furious Styles, yeah, teaching me Furious yeah, Styles, yeah. <laughs> great yeah. fucking description. See yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Teach can teach me something other than what I was doing. My uncles were were, were fucking gangsters. Mm-hmm. 
That's it's all your environment, I saw. Man. You That's really didn't have an option though. I right? didn't have too much of an option. The only working person was like at that time was my grandmother. She can't teach me nothing. What could she teach me? I don't even know what she was doing when she left to go to this big ass building. It was called Lockheed. I, I thought they were making locks. I don't know what the fuck they were. Yeah. But she had an honest job. Now, my uncles, they had honest jobs, but they still was in the streets and they was with that gangster shit. You know what I mean? So these are the only three dudes I saw. And then all day friends pulling up in Rolls Royces in front of the house and Cadillacs. And, and everybody's fucking and they saying what's up to each other yeah, and shit. Yeah, and they accepted me as the little young dude. So it was like easy for me to fall into yeah. that shit because it was in my face every day. That And it's super appealing. These yeah. fools aren't poor. Nah. That's all you got to say. Nah. They aren't, these guys aren't fucking hoping to get shit for rent. Yeah. That's all you, any, look at any third world country too though. Anywhere, even my fucking, where I'm from, Merced, it's yeah. all meth. The only people that got money sell meth. Yeah. That's it. The Cowboys, yeah. like, oh, they're cartel meth guys. All right, never mind. Those yeah. Scary guys. But that's how it is. Like, once you see someone that's not poor, what are you doing to not be poor? Yeah. I need to get on that. Yeah. So when I came up, it wasn't the Mexican cartels. I didn't. I didn't know one. I didn't know nothing about them. Um, like I said, it was Colombians. They came and they came and you if you listen to Rick's story, believe that. Rick is not lying, man. Rick was Rick was the go-to guy to everybody. It, you know, speaking on Rick, man, Rick was a different breed. If we had more of uh, Rick's out there, like when he was hustling and doing his thing, if we had a lot more of them, we would have been in a lot better place because Rick wasn't flashy. Yeah. Definitely a lot flashy. Definitely. If I never knew him, I would have, like, get your crackhead ass away from me. Hey, you want to wash my car? That's how Rick carried himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get you. So if we had more people like that, we would have been in a lot better place. Rick talked... Um, you know, you don't have to show your money. That's what people, that's what I got from just watching this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just remember a lot of shit, man, when he had the big palace of wheels, man. I had a, a Mustang, and I don't know if it's on a picture in here somewhere, but he put rims on there for free, Dayton's, at, to be exact. You know, I, I'll never forget that. Wow. And, um, he, you know, he did, he did for the community. You know, they had a park over here off of, uh, I want to say, Hoover Street in in the 90s or the 80s, somewhere up in there, man. He refurbished the basketball courts. You know, he was a real different breed of a person, mm-hmm. you know, to be driving around in Rolls Royces and all that crazy shit. I never saw that. If he had them, I never saw it because I wasn't around him all the time. I met him through affiliates of the guys that I was working for, my OGs, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So when I met him, I was just like, wow, you know. It's the dude. I never would have thought. It's the dude, and I never would have thought. You know, mm-hmm. I'm expecting to go see somebody with chains hanging everywhere, big gazelle glasses. It's Heisenberg. He's the yeah. Heisenberg. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. The descriptions today, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You on point. <laughs> You're on it today, man. Yeah, yeah. but but he, he's, he's a different breed, man. So whatever he got coming to him, like fame, um, success and I see he deal with the marijuana, the medicinal business and stuff, the legal way and everything. So whatever he has coming to him, man, it should come to him in tenfold because Good. he went through a lot of shit yeah. that he probably shouldn't have been through, but 
the system. Oh, he he let us in on a little <clears> bit, <throat> and just the little he told me, I was fucking shocked. Oh, man. Like, this shit happens not in just movies, that to you? Oh, no. Nah. All <sighs> these movies, man, that I see on the streets, man, they based off of this dude right here, man. Yeah. It's because of him that the shit branched out of Los Angeles into all of these other states and cities, man. You know, the gangs went out there. All these hoods got started places because this guy was so helpful. Oh, he shit. I always wondered, like, how is there all these L.A. gangs all over the country? They just branched out of L.A. When people leaving from here to go hang out with their cousins in other states, uh, they get it popping out there. And then he could be from East Coast Crip, 60 Crip, Hoover. And then, now he's starting it out there with the dudes, them country dudes out there in Arkansas. And now, now you from 60, all right? Yeah, we from 60. <laughs> yeah. That's how it starts. It goes Franchised like that. it. Because they know yeah. somebody. It's a family member that goes somewhere. Now, I can't even say exactly how Rick was involved with any of that, but I'm just using the story of that. He was a very, like, helpful person. If you needed help, you would get it. So I'm just saying that to say if I needed help, just say if I was a hustler and I was running out of town, I wanted to go start something out of town, I can go to him at that time, you know, this all I got, I need some help, I want to start. It could possibly happen. Here, handle your business, mm-hmm. man. Do what you got to do. And then I take off and get on the plane and I go somewhere now. I'm making, I took whatever I took that little bit, made a lot of money and then turned these dudes into my neighborhood now, you know, but it, put a, it also put a lot of dudes in jail. It comes with it. It comes with the territory. So all in all, like I said, I have zero thing to say negative about what Rick did because Rick was just, he was a guy that was just caught in the system, man, and he 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 broke the code and he made his own <laughs> he combination. Got the fuck out. He was talking about thinking, he was like reading the book that the dude that started Walmart wrote. He was trying to think like, think and grow rich. He wasn't. Worried about the gang banging and shit. He was um, trying to franchise and any of that shit. Yeah. Any of that shit. He was well respected by everybody. Not just somebody or these dudes. No, I'm talking about everybody. Like Is there only a couple people in LA gang banging politics like that? I would imagine that's like transcend everything. Um if it is, I don't know. Like Nipsey, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, you can give that to Nip. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't yeah. know enough to speak on it beyond that, but yeah. like, it doesn't seem yeah. like. Yeah, from from what I from what I've heard, yeah, you can you can probably push it. That he way. was trying to really do that up the yeah. day before he died, yeah. legitimately. Yeah, but it was a lot of it was some more uh, Ricks out here. I just don't know him. It was some guys under oh, the radar yeah, yeah. you never knew nothing about. You thought he was just had a job cleaning the streets. The best way to and be. he was the richest dude around. But I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just telling you from what I saw with my eyes how Rick carried himself, man. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say I never, ever, ever, ever saw him like like just zoomed up. Mm-hmm. Trimmed up real nice, cleaned up, woo woo, jury. Cops don't look at you when you look like a regular shit. guy. Yeah, but and, they and don't other people too. They okay. don't, but it's these these cowards, these weirdos that when they get banged up, that's where it go. Mm, got you. They do whatever they got to do to save their own ass. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, it's not so much worrying about uh, I'm gonna get caught selling some shit. It's more about uh, who saw me sell some shit. Who knows what I'm doing? Yeah, I just feel like. It's not people in suits or in, in uniforms all the time you got to be worried about. Nah. Especially when it's when you're in your neighborhood doing this shit and envy is the worst thing on the planet. 
Yeah. And that's what gets people shy every day, even though they're not doing nothing wrong. Yeah. It's other people like, well, I'm broke. He's not. I don't fucking like that. Yeah. And that's just the life we live in now, bro. But it yeah. sounded like he didn't have that ego where he gave a fuck. Like, he was he was playing tennis and shit. He didn't give a fuck about what everybody was caring about. And Rick just wanted to just help. That's mm-hmm. what I saw. He just wanted, he just, like I said, he just masterminded some shit. And he wasn't stingy. He was Perfect. not stingy at all. He was just like, eat. Everybody could eat. Let's eat. Let's mm-hmm. let's just eat, eat, eat. How'd you feel about the Rick Ross the rapper exploiting him like that? Because that's been a big topic on the show. I I I don't get into that part. I but it was weird when I heard, you know, Rick Ross from the Rick Ross I knew. Mm-hmm. I remember I never met this Rick Ross in my life. Don't know nothing about him. But when I heard this rapper Rick Ross came out, I just took it like, do he know Rick? That, that's when he brought it up. I'm like, they must know each other. He must have gave him some that's money and be I like, thought. no, you can use it. Yeah, that's what I thought for many years. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Rick must have co-signed that. Mm-hmm. Because that's just not a name you come you up take. with. Come on, man. You can't just take it. You come up with a with a with a with a, a Grandmaster Flash or you come up with another kind of name. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a Rick Ross, and that's not even your name, nowhere close to your real name. It's like name. me being a rapper. My name's Pablo Escobar now. Like, yeah. You took yeah. his identity you too, though. You now I can see if your yeah. name was, your last name was really Escobar. That's different. Yeah, or your yeah. first name was Pablo. Yeah. Then that's different. But, dude, this yeah. man had no affiliation to that name. So, come on, man. Like I said, Rick was, Rick was a, a, a he, he is, but at that time, he was, like an icon, man. He was like, I think his name was just ringing so tough in places that you never could imagine. Mm-hmm. I'm only speaking on what I think. Yeah. I don't know. You but thought I he had a life I, sentence, though. That's why. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. For a dude way to, in Florida to say, That's I'm really popping then. Yeah. Come on, man. Tap into that whole legacy of his shit. <laughs> like how, I mean, like how Rockstar did with you. He took his fucking likeness. Yeah. Yeah. His, he's, yeah, but he's a person. They're with you. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew about it. Yeah, yeah. man. Come on, man. Yeah. That's like a dude from LA coming out with, I'm a, uh, what's a big, this name a drug dealer from from New York. I don't even know, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to think. One of the dudes one. from Painful. Yeah. There you go. Alpo. Perfect. Just yeah. say, just say, uh, a dude from um, L.A., he start rapping, and that's his name. Alpo, um, what's his last name? Uh, Martinez or something? Alpo oh, Martinez. But the dude's a corrections officer to begin with. You see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it's, it's like. It's a sitcom. Come on, man. It's like, yeah. do your thing, but also. The fuck. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah, I get you. I get yeah. you. Um, so back, back to where we were. You're 18, 19. Buy the house. You leave. How did you go from doing what you're doing to getting into acting? Like, how did this transition come? Because yeah. I know you know DJ Pooh, obviously. And that's, a, yeah. that's how we, we met, met with Donnie and everybody. That's how we yeah. kind of... But how does that happen? Like, That's just what you just said. You know, I've said like, how, do you know, how do you know... Him? Like, Did it start with The Wash? Because I just blew my nah, mind. I got that's that one of his DVD, favorite fucking movies. Um, yeah. Nah, it was, it was way, way, way before, before that, that right? man. DJ Pooh um, is like, man, he's a legend in in in, in the business. I don't want to just say in L.A. and California. Film, he's a legend writing. in the business of entertainment. And he need to get his just do his props. 
He need anything and everything that he want, all his accolades, everything he need that man because this man is so giving. I talk to him almost every other day. And his heart is just like, you know, like my heart is 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 guarded. So many people can only get there. This dude's heart is just open. It's like you cut him open and just set his heart out here and it's just beating and he just like, man, just take a piece of it. I don't care. That's just how he is. That's why I love him so much because he's just so giving. And how I met him was crazy, man. I want to tell y'all, but like I said. Oh, don't, don't, don't give it away then. Don't give it away. The book, man. Go. It's going to be in the book, man. And y'all going to be the first to get it. As soon as I get them, I'm going to have a bunch of them, like I think in about two days. But um, it's, it's, it's crazy because we're going to have to come back and do another interview once y'all get the book because you, you're going to want me to come back. I oh, I, I, I already I know. I promise you. But, yeah, I met him. I met him through Ice Cube, man. Okay. That's how I met him. Because, I mean, like I, mean, I said, early again, 90s. Yeah, the early 90s, early like 90, 91, I think. I want to say 89. Oh, shit. Because Cube, Cube was still with NWA. He started um, Street Knowledge in about 90, 91, 92, somewhere up in there. About 90, because he signed Cam, and we put Peace Treaty out in 92. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, man. I said, Cube, uh, mom, and dad used to live on the same street of the house that I bought for my mom. Oh, shit. So I used to see Cube, and that's how we became, you know, he's a Jerry Curl Cube with, yeah. with NWA. And so uh, that's how our affiliation start coming. But when he finally got street knowledge, I used to hear about DJ Pooh with the, uh, the Uncle Jam's Army and King T. Him and King T, what they did the album together, dropped that bass, dooms, dooms. That's the first time you heard yeah, of him. Yeah, DJ Pooh did all of that, man. DJ Pooh is a legend, bro. When I tell you, man, he's a legend that do not get his props like he should get. When I say DJ Pooh, a lot of people go, DJ Pooh, like, ah, fuck. I, how do people not fucking know this shit? As soon as you say something he did, then they like, like, oh, oh shit. like yo, you remember Red got socked in the fucking That's mouth? The first That's thing. the first thing, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like. That's the direct. That's yeah. the writer, man. That's he need his he, stuff, man. Like he, I, I'm here on y'all show, man, to give him his roses, man. Where the camera at? Which one? Anyone, one man, all of them. I love yeah. you, man. You know I love you, dude. I'm giving you your roses from my heart, bro. <laughs> Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he's just such a roses, cool guy, man. He's a really he's nice dude. Very, every time I've talked to him, very cool. So that's how I got tied in. I met him through Ice Cube, and we kind of went off on the left side. Like I said, some stupid to him, and I was a tough dude at that time, kind of stocky. And I, I said something disrespectful to him, and I didn't think he had come because he was a skinny guy. I didn't think he would come and address me, and he came and addressed me like a man. And I could have took it to another level with him, but I couldn't do nothing but respect him because he was right. I was wrong. After that, we became friends. Yeah. You I testing just, him, or was it just random? I tried to test him. I tried, uh. Well, I didn't try to test him. I tried to actually act like I was punking him, like I was bullying oh. Him and a few more people in the studio at that time. They were doing the lynch mob record, and Q was doing death certificate. Oh, shit. And I was in there acting like I was trying to bully. You know what I'm saying? And um, Pooh came out and set me straight. <laughs> I, I take that. He came in, he put me in my place in a respectful way. But in a, hey, I'm a man. I ain't no motherfucking punk. I'm from mm -hmm. somewhere, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm affiliated, too. You did nigga. it the right way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... I respected him, and then ever since after that, man, it's like we've been tied together. So he's like the Spike Lee 
of the West Coast. Because that's a good way to put it. That's a great is. way to put it. You think about all the people tied to his movies and everything. So do, many bro. cult classics after cult Come classics. On, man, Faison, man. Uh, Chris Tucker, God, because see, a lot of people don't know he had a lot more than just being in Friday. He had a lot to do with Friday. He's one of the creators. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, I, I know, He's I know about his history of the fr- of Friday. Yeah. So it's like, well, when I when I met him in person, I'm here. I'm having lunch with him and Donnie. And we bring up I GTA. To Donnie yesterday. Yeah, I haven't seen him in so long. No, I talked to him. It's he, been a he, long time. He's still dealing with uh, COVID. He had COVID. Oh, shit. And it's been hitting on him now. Well, he's doing better now. Um, but he's cool. I talked to him. Good, he's getting man. better. It's been so long. But yeah. that's that's when I realized, like, when I said something Grand Theft Auto. And Donnie's like, you know I played the voice in Vice City. And go, all right, Donnie, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I saw DJ Pooh's face. I'm like. Like, stop. Tell me everything you guys are talking about. And that's I'm like, what do you mean you're part of Grand Theft? What do you talk? And that's how I found out when he's doing the writing and shit. I had no idea. I mean, that's my favorite game of all time. I own that and Madden. That's it. I don't own any of the games. Yeah. So that's when he brought, when I realized like, yo, you are f- the culture of everyone loves it. But how does nobody not know this shit? Yeah. Like, how did I not know it's my favorite fucking game ever? Yeah. You know, so like you're saying, like, I think he doesn't get his n- enough. You he don't, man, because he pulled me in. You know, he put me in the first thing, the first project he ever had outside of music, because see, y'all might know that y'all might not know that um, Cam, the rapper Cam, K-A-M, he had a song called Where All the East Side Riders At? Whoop, whoop. That was him. He was big. Cam was big at the time. Um, me and Cam was together a lot. I'm talking about a lot. Who orchestrated an album with us. Uh, and then he was doing a movie called uh, uh, Three Strikes. I was watching that movie. Phase on Love started getting his dick sucked. My mom went, nope, turn, turn the TV off. That's <laughs> I got five minutes into that movie, picked up the girl. Yeah. She's on the table. Yeah. I never saw the rest of it. Yeah, that's the movie that I was in, and I, had, I was on the soundtrack. If you look at the soundtrack, we had a song called Where I Come From, me and Cam. So you're acting and having a song in it? And I never did oh. any of this. I never rapped. And I never act, but Pooh just had faith in me, and he just seen something in me, and he was like, "Man, you gonna be in this movie, and you gonna play this dude." Yeah. So you know, I have no acting skills. Just said, no, All right, no roll rapping it. skills, no nothing. Get in the studio. He had a studio called Digital Shack that everybody recorded out of. If you name him, you name any name, they done been in there and recorded albums out of there. Snoop, anybody, you name it. Um, Pooh was like, "Man, look, you gonna play this dude named Mo, Big Mo." And then it's at the end of the of the of the, of the movie uh, when he go to jail at the end of the movie in Three Strikes and he come in and he run into me. Um, after that, um, Pooh like he did the movie The Wash, and I I was one of them persons that I always was around. I always was around because Pooh was just so cool. Me and him had grew like brother brother. And I was always around, man. And and I didn't even have to ask for it, man. It was just solo. I got a role for you. I want you to play this role. Good shit. I walked in the casting studio, in the casting office, and boom, my picture is up there for a guy named Face. Remember, it was Slim and Face, the kidnappers. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. So I didn't think much of it. I said, well, I'm just going to have a little bitty role. You know, a little tiny role in there. That's cool. He, he looking out for oh, me. Shit. And it ended up turning into me and him stealing the show. We stole yeah. the fucking show. The kidnappers, man. Yeah. We were hilarious. You know, he's the idiot, crazy fool, and I'm the serious, man. Quit I, saying my fucking name on the phone. I just can't believe you were... You, 
I was, I was chunky you, too. No, how'd you feel you though, remember. like walking in? No, that's why I said like he's a lot smaller now because mm-hmm. I was telling because that's one of his I was two movies. Seventy two. One of his favorite movies. Like you know, he's in the wild. He goes, what the fuck? Before you got here, <laughs> so he's like, oh, he's way bigger back then. Yeah, yeah, you look big yeah, back big. then. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was chunky. So. How are you feeling walking in going, oh, shit, this is real. My picture's up here. I have to be in this movie now. It still don't hit you until you, you, until, well, you know when it really hit me, man, with the, with the watch was when doing scenes with Dre and being around all these, these, these Shaquille O'Neal, Exhibit, Eminem, Snoop. All these actors, man, you know what I'm saying? George Wallace. You, if you remember, man, The Wash had everybody, Alex Thomas, you name it, was in the Cheech and Chong. Everybody was in that movie. So being around them, it still don't hit you. But when it hit you is when we f- went to the first uh, the screening. And seeing yourself up on a fucking screen. Yeah, sitting there and finally seeing yourself. Because you got to remember, when you're just filming, you don't see the movie. Yeah. You can't vision that this is a movie. You just doing a scene like me and you right now. Mm-hmm. They got it. The, the the director. It's a puzzle piece. Yeah, he has to go put the shit together mm-hmm. and make it look good. So when you finally seen it, that's when it hit me. I was like, God, and people laughing at me and him like in the in the in the theater. Like <laughs> I was like, damn. Cool, and then man. years later, it's a classic, and I'm part of a classic. So. He, he just kept it coming, man. And then he called me after that um, to come lend my voice in San Andreas with um, my cousin, Melee, who plays CJ in San Andreas. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's my cousin. Damn. So, you know. So Wait, hold, up, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't, I didn't realize CJ was based on a real person, too. Yeah, Damn. young melee man. I was wondering that. He played, he played CJ, man. Well, that's a different experience, though, just going in headphones. Talking, just talking. It's that's just it. you have to express with your voice, so it's yeah. actual hey, motherfucker. Acting. Yeah, what's up, motherfucker? Grove Street, you know shit oh, like shit. that. You know how many times I've quoted that shit? Yeah. Every time I get home, I go Grove Street. Yeah, home. <laughs> I say it. Rosie gets so like, all right, man. It's been ten years of this shit. Like, I know at least it was. So I fucked everything. Up. I say it all. You've heard me say it multiple times. Uh, so when you walk in there, you have to actually act with your voice. When San Andreas comes out. You obviously don't get to know what's going on. And then the storyline's just coming out. And you're seeing, I brought up to Marty, it's like, well, we'll get into that. How are you feeling when, I mean, you're playing the game. You're seeing the game played. This is written about just stories. Like, how are these missions made? I know they're, I know they're, it's, it's dialogue, it's story. It's, uh-huh. Are these missions just people that are like, you know, what happened to me, this happened to me one time. Let's throw it in the game. Like, how does this it's work? It's interesting from the perspective of an actual, like, L.A. gang-banging yeah. dude. Like, because it's, it's about the whole culture. Yeah. I always wondered that. Like, San how do they feel about this Crazy. Show? Well, San Andreas was, like, come on, man. That's <sighs> the best game of Thank all you. fucking time. <sighs> it my broke God. the mold. Bro. The second yeah. I got on that bike yeah. with the Uzi. It's the first game I was lost ever obsessed my fucking with. Mind. Me too, man. The, do- the documentary came out. I was in the fucking Buffalo in a blizzard. The do- I had the documentary going. GTA on the PS2, the new thin one. I was out here. Yeah, I, I was in another world. Yeah, man, <laughs> it was it was different, man. Just just being a part of that, and you know, I I I thought I was the, the crazy part about it is you you after you do something, you just move on in life. Yeah, 
And I didn't do nothing major on there. I just lend my voice. And I used to try to find my voice on there. You know, like, there I go right there. When they say, hey, fool, what's up, nigga? I like, that's my voice. <laughs> but Melee is CJ, Carl Johnson. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine how he was feeling. And I was so happy for him because this is my guy. This is my cousin. You know, like, man, I'm happy for my youngster, man. He, 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 he did it. You know, mm-hmm. he got San Andreas under his belt. And um, how they find? How did they pick him to be the likeness? Man, DJ Pool, man. Okay. Yeah, he, he's your right. connection for all yeah. this. right? DJ Pool is the connection for all of it. It's not like he he give you anything. He just give you an opportunity to come get it. Those are the you know biggest I mean? people as an entrepreneur. Ever. Those are the biggest people that come in and put you, they recognize put you in the yeah. spot. Like Solo Melee, all y'all. Hey, just come read for this shit. Good then shit. Then when you get there, it's a whole bunch of other motherfuckers reading that you don't even know or who might not know, but you end up getting it. And it can't and it don't always be on Pooh influence, like me with GTA. He called me, it's in the book. He called me to come and and read. And you know, I said, damn, the character is supposed to be a 24-year-old character. How how am I supposed to do this? And I'm in my 30s at the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I don't want to do that shit. And I'm seeing all these young ki- younger cats out here, 20-something and all that. And I end up landing the role. I end up getting the call from Rockstar. Jeez. Because it's out of poo hand once he gets you there. Yeah. They have to. This gives you the opportunity. Like, hey, if you crush it, you got it. Yeah, they have to hit you. Like, um, they called me back for a second reading. And that's when I met uh, Slink. Met his Crazy motherfucker. Tallest man. motherfucker I ever met in my life. Motherfucker. Touch the roof. Is that Lamar? Yeah. Right. Tallest yeah, he's, he's a whole... <laughs> he's a whole show himself, man. <laughs> um, but I met him, and um, it was like... It was a match made in heaven with me and him. But we still didn't know what we were doing. It was just, you know, Pooh under, under NDNA himself. Oh, so he just get he this could, role. He, he didn't say this is Grand Theft Auto. Shit, he said he want to come be with a video game. It's wow. a video game. This company is doing. This company is doing it. I didn't even know it was Rockstar oh, again yep. yet. Gotcha. So when we finally get to do it, they gave me said that I'm gonna play a character named Deshaun, and the game is called Paradise. So I'm like, damn, I'm finna be in a video game called Paradise, or I'm finna go try out for a video game called Paradise. <laughs> So what happened was we did it. I get the second call back, read it. And then after that, you know, a few weeks after that, the director of from Rockstar, which is the, the director of Grand Theft Auto and miniseries, he calls and say, hey, how would you like to, how, how would you, I mean, how you, how would you, it was some way like, hey, like, welcome. Oh. You coming to New York? How you feel working with us for the next year and a half or something like that? That's what it was kind of like. I, I mean, are you cool with that? I yeah. was like, fuck yeah. I get a chance to get out the streets. Because at that time, you know, I was going through a lot of shit, man. I was, um, man, right before uh, me filming GTA 5, man, I was, I was a fuck up, bro. Yeah. Bro, I was a fuck up. Up, I remember my wife used to just be telling me, "You gotta get away from these guys. They're gonna put you in jail. I'll kill you." They weren't gonna kill me. I was gonna end up. Oh, you were still fucking with everything. I was still just in the streets, not with the drugs no more. But but even I was after in the, the movies, you're still I, fucking with I, it. I was in the streets on some takers type shit. 
If you had it, I wanted it. I'm coming to get it by any means necessary. And my crew, we was not no joke. So I was running the streets real tough. Wasn't selling. I stopped selling dope when I was young, man. You know, after I had my run with that when I was in my early 20s, and and the shit kind of went 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 bad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I stopped. I just said, you know what? I took losses. Like I said, it's in here. You're going to read it, and you're going to see why. It, it, I hit a major depression time in my life. I'm talking about it was the worst feeling ever to go from a high to a complete bottom low, not just a low. I'm talking about to a complete, uh, hey, 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 bro, can I borrow, like, $5, man? Like, <laughs> and you a guy that was out buying houses for your mom, buying, you had all the cars, you got all the money, you helping people to a... Because when the losses come, they come. It's a wave that hits you so hard and you lose from every direction. You start losing this direction and it's hitting you north, south, east, west, and it's like, what the fuck? You just like, you don't know what to do. So... You know, you just start contemplating all kind of stupid shit in your brain. Because once your brain set itself on uh, giving up, like people, you know, with suicide, once it, it gets in the brain, it's hard to fight it. Because once that brain starts telling the body, hey, you know, this is what he keep contemplating in his head and it, it make it manifest. And that's why... In the book, man, I hope, you know, the message get to people. I let a guy read my the other book that's complete. That's that's just a fan, not a friend. And his text, I can show you, man, he just with crying faces. He was mm. like, oh, my God, bro, this is an amazing book, man. He was like, I never would have known you been through this and you've been through that. Oh, my God. You know, so that's what I try. That's what I did in the book, man. I didn't want everybody to to glorify the streetness of me. You know, like I had gang shit on the front, um, all kind of shit, man, and I had it all changed around because that ain't what I want to glorify. Yeah, and and people look up to that and see like, oh, it's a cool, it's on his cover's book, he's fucking with it. It's, it's a whole different message when it's on the cover yeah. of your shit. Yeah, yeah, and you that know? ain't what I want to glorify. I don't want to glorify that, man. That shit didn't get me nothing but, but hell brought to me. Don't get me wrong, I, I made, I had a family, because that's all neighborhoods is, Crips and Bloods, they they come to be a family. Well, when I was banging, it was like a family. We we trusted each other, and we can depend on each other back in them days. Mm -hmm. I haven't been gangbanging for, man, fucking 20-something years. These gangbangers now, man, shit, you can't watch him. He can't stand behind you. Like, you don't even want to get in a car with him and get in the front seat, mm -hmm. and he in the back seat, because you just can't trust him. They smiling in your face and they blow a bullet through the back of your head just because they want your girl or just because they want you. You got a brand new watch and a chain on and you didn't put them up on it to get one, too. And they kill you. You know, we so easy to kill now. We we run to this so much. I, I, I had these back when I was. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm talking about the Friday movie. Yeah, right now. Uh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but also, also, people are afraid to get punched in the face now. People are so afraid to fucking fight, they'll boxers. shoot you first. Think about the boxers. They're afraid, too. Floyd don't get hit in the fucking face. Floyd mm -hmm. making sure he... 
Yeah, no, I'm talking about fools will run to a gun so fast because they're so afraid to saying, get their ass. Worked. I know, but I'm saying everybody. Nobody wants to get oh, hit in the face. I don't want to get in the face. We all, we all got this selfie image face now that we want to make sure we protect. <laughs> because we we cameras are everywhere now. Yeah. We live in this world that you have to be camera ready all times. All times. If you got a black eye, busting nose, a cut nose, a four or five teeth missing, you're not ready. So nobody wants to get hit no more. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to fight. If you if you get into an argument with a guy and you fuck him up, because I'm a fighter. And everybody know this. It's a fact. If you knew, if you could find anybody that knew me back when in my days, I love to fucking fight. I'm, I'm, I'm something, and oh, I never lost. Oh shit! I whooped a lot of ass, knocked a lot of people out. But I come up in an era where you can shake hands after that. I come yeah, up in the era. Shot after. Yeah, because if I don't do you bad, one thing I never did was fought somebody, knocked them out, and then stomp them in the face while they are. And once you down, you down, the fight is over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel fucked up now. Yeah, yeah. Stop I got somebody, a conscience. Can't even do yeah. nothing about yeah, it. I yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You got to remember, man, I grew up in life. Um, I never smoked cigarettes. I never drank the beer. I never did any drugs. I just was a, like a natural high kind of guy. So people was like, why are you so fucking crazy? You don't do nothing. Do nothing. It's just natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could sit up around people drinking all day and just be like. Be chilling. But as soon as I eat a piece of a chicken sandwich and have a couple of French fries, I get nigga-itis. I be around this motherfucker like. That's, the, that's what get me high. Yeah. I, I get got sleepy you. after I get full and feel the good. Itis, you know that yeah. feeling you get? It's like um an opiate feeling. It's straight up an opiate After you feeling. eat good food, you feel like that. Like, man, I feel good. Because I used to be addicted to... um. Pain pills, man. Oh. After I got shot in the stomach. Well, it started after I got shot in the stomach. And then a dentist appointment right after. They pulled a tooth and they gave me some um, uh, Vicodins wasn't out then. Narcos? They gave me, no, Narcos wasn't out then. Either. They gave me like a Tylenol 3 with codeine. Oh, That's what they had out back in the day. That that Damn. was the that was the the narcos and the oxycontins and all that shit. It that wasn't even thought of back in the day. So I was popping the Tylenol threes with codeine and like, man, whew, I feel good now. And after all the pain was gone, me being shot up and toothaches, all that was gone, I was chasing that high now. So I used to go back to the dentist and be like, man, this motherfucker killing me. And it ain't even bothering me. So they can give me Ooh. some more. So I got addicted, and I was addicted for years to pain pills. I was addicted from Tylenol 3 with codeines all the way up to Narcos, to Vicodins, to the real pills that said Vicodin on them. Mm-hmm. I was addicted to those. My wife used to get them because she had a surgery on her ankle. I used to t- take all of hers. And I used to say, go get more, go get more. She would never take them. But I used to say, go get some more, go get some because I was addicted. Yeah. Now, I wasn't addicted to the point where I hear people saying they're addicted and they take a handful and pop them in their mouth. I will break it one in half and take it early in the day. I just want to feel, take my mind away from, because see, I, like I told you, bro, I, I went through a lot of shit in my life. And the first thing you does, any human nature would do is try to find something to take that pain away. Mm-hmm. Drinking, smoking, popping pills, heroin, snorting, you find something to help take that pain away because you feel like there's nothing that you can do to take that pain away from you. So I was taking these pain pills. 
And I end up start taking one a day to two a day. And the most I went to was three a day. I was taking one in the morning. Then around lunchtime, I just get to thinking about stupid shit, take another one to eat. And I just be like, fuck that. Fuck. Then dinner time, then go to bed. To the point I got addicted to them three every day. For Constantly. Years. I'm talking about for years, bro. To the point one day me and my wife went to the movie. And I remember I started having stomach problems. And they said it was called GERD, acid reflex. So I was like, fuck, going to the hospital. Like, what the fuck? Do I got stomach cancer? Is something wrong with me? Because the shit was hurting. Check this. I want y'all to check it because I'm not afraid to know if something's wrong with me. So check it. They did the scan of my whole body. You, you a pretty healthy dude. You got GERD. They, I never told them that I was addicted to pills. Mm-hmm. But I told them, they would said, that's what it is. It's eating the lining of your stomach. Yeah, those pills fuck you up. The yeah, your stomach bad. yeah. So, so I just, in my brain, just woke up one day. I said, I'm not taking no fucking more. And when I tell you, bro... That fucking eight, seven, eight days of fucking withdrawals. Ooh. I don't wish that shit on my worst enemy. I wanted to kill myself, bro. That's how bad I felt. I wanted to literally kill myself. I got a, a long text that I sent my wife telling her that while she's at work. Like, I can't take it no more. Because you can't sleep. Diarrhea, your, your mind just a thousand places. Your body is trying its best to force you to take appeal mm-hmm. because it's addicted to it so it's making pains and frustration and making the brain just go crazy but i fought it out i just start reading the bible i just start just staying focused and just starting to just sit up and watch movies i try to go get some sun it was just killing me but i remember i was looking at youtube watching this young brother go through it and every step of the way i was watching him day one day two day three day four everything he said he was going through i was going through so he helped me get through it. Good. If I could see this brother, I would hug him. I would give him some fucking money. Here, bro, thank you for putting me through this, help walking with me through this phase in my life, right? So I remember he said on day seven, day eight, that you wake up. You don't know you finally fall asleep because you don't get no sleep when you're going through withdrawals <sighs> off of opiates, man. You finally fall asleep and you, you sleep for eight hours, ten hours, and you wake up. And he said, you're going to have these, ch- these chill bumps all over your arm. And I, I'm talking about exactly the what he said. I had all these bumps. I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, you're going to see good. You're going to feel good. Just a whole new you going to be there. And that day finally had came. And I was like, shit, I'm back. I'm normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It was the best fucking feeling in the world, bro. I was like, where had this person been? Just natural wow. high, bro. And like then before? I, yeah, just being natural. And then I remember that day, he said, you're going to eat like a pig. And I was just eating, man, I'm talking about eating fries, all kind of shit. And I had a, a something with some chocolate in it. And that feeling hit me, that high. Because they say in chocolate, it has that As same dopamine. Yeah, dopamine. Yeah. And I remember I ate this chocolate, and I was like, what the fuck? Did they put some of that shit in there because I'm feeling this good feeling again. But it wasn't the drugs no more. It was, I let all my inceptors, whatever them things, they healed up and your body naturally makes it. If you get cut. Serotonin and shit. Yeah, right? if you get cut, 
your body instantly, your brain instantly starts sending that in that dopamine in your body to make you feel better. Like, you know, it, it just helps you. So I did all the research. That's why I'm talking like this, because mm-hmm. I was a, a, addicted to pills. Years went by, man. I was happy as hell. Like, man, I'm back. I'm back. Me, my wife was happy. We was better place. My mind can think good. Um, I had caught the flu. And I was going through these body aches. And I found one of them fucking pills. How I'm long after? About, about six years. Oh. Damn. God damn. And I fell back off. Fuck. Oh. But it only lasted for six months. Six months. And I said, not again. And this was just why COVID. Oh, no way. So it was recent. This was just when COVID first hit. Did you let people know you were going through it again? Yeah. I, I don't I don't have a problem with saying, hey man, I was addicted to pain pills. Mm-hmm. Because who's not? Yeah, Everybody of- take pain pills, man. That's it's the best feeling in the fucking world. Facts. So well, I started letting my house know, just my wife and my daughter. And um she was like, you know, let's go. I'm with you again. Let's go. But the second go around was harder. Harder. It was harder. I used to have to go get in a hot tub just to get a little relaxation, bro. Just sit in a hot Aches. tub and lay down in it, body aching and hurting. Man. Just to let my eyes close for about like until the water get cold. And then I'm like, oh shit. I gotta try tub? to turn the hot water back on to let the cause cause the heat was just letting the body relax a little bit. You know, you relax in the tub, you fucking fall asleep. I used to get out, man, and just go on I used to stay around the toilet on the floor, man, throwing up and Diary, bro. This second time it took um about twelve days. Damn. Seven, eight days of the hard shit, but then about three or four days for your mind to get back. You you feel like, man, when is this shit gonna get back? Like, cause I remembered the first time after seven days, I was like, yes. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Something ain't right. And I and I went back to this guy page and he said it was called post something. It was it's a name for it. It lasts a little longer the second time. So after about two weeks, it just I woke up one day, I was like, oh shit, there you go. Cause you recognize it when you if you've been through it before, you you know what you're looking for. And you're a fairly sober person, so you know yeah. your body well. Yeah. You wake up and feel it, oh, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did it again, bro, and I I I uh, as of right now, you know, I've been clean now two years. Good. Congrats, man. Yeah, man. It's a big thing, dude. Yeah, That's two big. years. Is it on your mind? Like, that six years where you were clean, were you still thinking about it every day and just actively not doing it, or did it go away? It went away. You couldn't even bring nothing like that around me. I just It just went away. It's just like gone. So it's not like you're, you're addicted to the feeling as it's there. It's not like... Because you're saying you're fairly sober. I'm trying to get my head around like you're addicted, but at the same time, you can just quit if you know you want to. Well, no, you just can't quit. Oh, I'm saying from what you're saying, like one day I, I woke up, did. I'm done. I just did it because I had stomach pains. If I never start getting oh, them stomach pains, kept doing. if I didn't start eating the lining up in my stomach, fucking my stomach up, having these pains that was just like the worst shit. 
I wouldn't have never stopped for I would have probably kept taking them because I was cool with it. Gotcha. Because I wasn't overdoing it, but I was addicted. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I only take like one a day. I would cut that up into three small pieces. I just wanted to get that feeling, a little bit of it if I can get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get you. But then you start, you can't get them from the doctor no more. So now you're calling your homeboys and you're calling up people that can connect you with people that can buy them for you or get the prescription and they come bring them to you and now you're paying a lot of money because they start like, I want $8 a pill and you're trying to buy 100 That's 800 and you'll go through that, that 100 in about a week and a half. You feel what I'm saying? So now you're looking at like, God damn, I'm really a oh, fucking junk. 15, two bands a month just yeah, buying pills. Yeah, but then what really made me kind of like, well, well, the stomach stuff made me quit the first time. The second time, like I said, after about five or six months, what made me quit because fentanyl. They start making fake pills. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I lost two people that was real close to me to taking pills, opiates, and they died. Sure. So I said, you know what? I got to quit. And I just told her. I remember it was Black Lives Matter all on TV and all that stuff and the COVID going. And I said, I got I to gotta quit. And she didn't know because I was keeping it from her. She was like, oh. you back on it? Oh, my God. Come on now. Let's, well, let's go. And I just said, I can't do it no more because I lost a couple of people. See, it was things that was happening made me say, I quit. Now, I look at it like you have to be a strong person and just see something and say, I don't want to do it no more. Yeah. So I pat myself on the yeah. back. For Dr. Best. Drew was astonished by him. That's how he was with cocaine. Dr. Drew's like, that doesn't ever happen. But yeah, that's the same with me. Cocaine. didn't believe it. I'm going to fucking die from this shit. Yeah. I, gotta st I just stopped that day. I haven't done it yet since. See what I'm saying? Because I knew it might... It's only going to bring bad shit. It's only going to be bad. I'm going to fucking die from using this. It's going to get and, worse. And then how many people are depending on my ass? I got to stop right now. It's going to get worse, bro. It, it ain't nowhere you can go but to the worst points in your in your life, and it's very expensive. Yeah, and you'll get there fast. Like, like the people that drink that lean. That shit is expensive. I had no idea. I was in Vegas, and mm -hmm. a couple of my friends drink it, but they're rich. I'm like, how much are those bottles? They're like... Thirty-nine, four, like four thousand, four years. bands for a bottle. Oh and my they god, going through the, it just like it's nothing. They going through just pouring it, it in fucking sodas and. Well, if you got money, do your thing. But some people don't got money, and yeah. this lean started a whole new wave of these fucking jacker kids and these home robberies because they are shit. fucking addicted to opiates, and they're gonna shoot you because they need that shit. They gotta have it. Just because they're on Instagram with like nice clothes doesn't yep. mean they're not junkies. Yeah. The, yeah. Not everybody, but some of these fools are junkies, everybody. Bro. Some of these guys are straight you junkies. You just don't bro. see it. You don't. You don't see what they, they did that day to get that ball to post that day. Yeah, you know. You know they doing interviews, and they they celebrities, and they sitting up, and they they yeah yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got a show next week, but but in the back of their head, they can't wait to get this fucking interview over so they can go to their addiction. Sad man. Yeah man. Sad. Some of them sit there with their cup in their hand. It's sad. They dude. double cup and they it, hand, it, man. it became cool. It became like the blunt. Yeah. Oh, you got a blunt? Like, oh, you got a cup? You don't got a cup? You don't drink? You don't sip this shit? Yeah. It became because the, well, the radio. I'm how much, you, Future's literally saying Big Pharma in the beginning of his fucking songs. Yes. Yeah. Big Pharma. Like, yo, people are nodding their head to Big Pharma right now. That's crazy to me. I fuck with Future. Also, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, yeah. Big Pharma fools on the school yeah. bus are saying Big Pharma, right? The fuck? It's some, it's some crazy shit. I thought you were joking. No, I'm not. Nah, I'm not kidding. For real. Not yeah, kidding. but I but 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 y'all show is the first show that I uh, 
uh, announced that I was addicted to drugs. Man. Damn. Really? You never talked about this? Never talked about it because it's my personal business. Yeah. You know? We appreciate well, for, yeah, yeah, for right. sharing, man. This that. is the That's, show for that, bro. Yeah, but this I feel it. like people need to hear it. And when they're hearing it coming from Dave Franklin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's then different. They can, then they it's can a lot kick of people because exactly. it's a lot of people that's taking pills right now. I mean, you just oh, saw yeah. a random dude on YouTube and felt inspired, like I'm gonna do this yeah. shit with you. And they, someone they fucking love, I'm like yo, I'm on pills. This fool's going through this shit too. I'm playing as him. Damn. I got to get off this shit. If I was smart, well, don't say smart because I think I'm smart. But if I was on it and sharp and was thinking, I should have had documented me going through everything mm. i should have yeah. talked to the camera let them see the pain in me see well, here you are right now though like at least you're getting it off your chest you know what I'm yeah saying? but but still i see what you're saying i could have put it on a youtube channel yeah. and people could have went there and went with me day for day for day for day even my second go around mm-hmm. day for day for day for day and somebody uh, get something out of that by looking at they the will YouTube they, you're gonna change at least one person's life for the better yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. If it's one person that's like, yo, in 30 years, you got me off pills. Like, that's a big fucking thing. Yeah, like like this last COVID stint that, remember, I don't know if you saw the picture with me in well, the hospital. I mean, I was talking to you, and then I saw the post. I'm like, yo, what the Yeah, fuck? yeah. I had caught, you know, I fought COVID for, man, didn't get it for two years, man. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm one of the ones that just won't get it, you know. So it hit me. Uh, I remember telling my wife, I said, I don't feel cool. Something just don't feel right. I had this itch in my throat. And I was like, something just don't feel right. So I said, let me test myself. So I tested it with the tester at home. And it showed a light second um, line. line. So I said, I showed her. She said, ah. I said, nah. I waited like an hour later and did it again. It was darker. I said, hey. And she, <laughs> Mohai crazy. She like, <laughs> get out of here. She put a mask on. Go in there. So I said, okay, man. I said, I got COVID. So that night was really like the worst night. It was like I had chills, body aches. Um, It was just that. I was still eating normal, everything. Second day, I was cool. I felt like I was like, damn, I beat it in one day. That's how I felt. That third day, it started raining. And I said, damn, man, something just don't feel right. So I felt like I had to throw up. So I got up out of the bed and I started walking to the bathroom and that's all I remember. I passed out. What the fuck? My wife said it sounded like somebody pushed the refrigerator over. She came running in there screaming. I'm calling 911. Oh my God, oh my God. She said my eyes were just rolled up in my head. So I go to the hospital. They do a, a CT scan, MRI of my head and all that stuff. And they say they see a blood clot on the brain. So I'm like, what the fuck? So my family just, everybody depressed, like, fuck. So they like, we're going to give you these blood thinners for a few days. Then we're going to send you home, and you're going to have to administer these blood thinners for two months on your own. Now, these motherfuckers, they was coming in here, shooting a needle in my stomach, shooting this shit felt like acid every five hours, six hours. So I remember the second day in the hospital, third day in the hospital, they uh, they came in. They said, you're going to have to do it yourself because you've got to start prepping yourself to do it. So I had to grab my stomach. <laughs> they said, don't go straight in. Go at a slant. So I went at a slant. 
and push, 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 and he keep pushing to the needle retract. It go pop. So I did it. This is finna be my life, man. A shot or in like a little a shot? Nah, it was a needle shot full of some shit that you still haven't do that right now. Supposed to thin the blood. Nah, I'm gonna tell oh. you to thin the blood so it can thin the clot out that they so called said I had. So a black doctor came in there. Her name was Doctor Shaw. She said, "I got some good news for you." And I said, "What is that?" She said, "You ain't never had a blood clot." I said, "What? Y'all been shooting this shit in me for three days?" The fuck are you talking about? I just, you can still see the mark from the IV. Pull that yeah, shit I out. Just, blood was just shoom, 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 shoom. I said, get this shit off of me. I called my wife. I said, babe, I don't got no blood clot. She was like, what? Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I said, man, come get me. She came and got me. They they wheelchaired me down, let me go home. Um, I still was dealing, dealing with the COVID shit. Anybody had COVID, you you have this laziness oh, about I, you I after for like two, three days. It's just like you just feel like you Fucking just so sucks, tired. man. Yeah, so I did that, and um, I'm a, I was a hundred percent like two days after I took myself home, and I was like, shit, I'm back. Jumped in the car, got some sun, and I was on the freeway, drove down to the city, rolled around, came back. I was like, I feel good, so. I'm here now, but that's what put me in the hospital, not the COVID. The COVID, I could have fought at home. Well, I, I thought you out. had like super bad COVID, and that's why uh, I'm like, nothing. I even texted him like, yo, what the fuck? Because I had just talked to you. Yeah. So what happened? What caused you to pass out like that? Well, I had took this medicine that's supposed to help uh, fight bacteria, vi- viruses, and all that shit. A, a friend of mine said, man, this shit is the shit. It's third world country shit, blah, blah, blah. I took it. It was like a paste on a spoon, just a little bit of shit. Swallowed it, drank some water. And for some odd reason, that shit made me want to throw up. But I don't know what made me pass out to this day. I just don't know. But I know that shit made me want to throw up. I got up. So I blame that. That shit I took on me passing mm-hmm. out also. And I cussed him out. <laughs> Motherfucker, you, I'll kill you. And I was like, I really was on some murder shit because man, I could have lost my life. I could have never came back yeah, after true. I passed out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what would my wife said if you would have saw you. She said I thought you were dead. And you hit I hit my head. My arm was off. You see the scratches and shit here. That's a blue. scar. Yeah. Damn. Just blam. So um, that's what made me pass out I think. I don't know. What are the doctor's excuse for saying sorry we fucked up on your Brain scan. I let my attorneys deal with that. Oh, all right, all right. Since you misdiagnosed me. Yeah, that's some mis- serious shit. And y'all Stressful, shit man. Me. Yeah, and, and you pumping shit in me that my body shouldn't need. While you're sick? You thinning my blood. You know, come on, man. No, well, we're going to misdiag- we misdiagnose y'all bank account a little bit. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel no, me? I, I feel you. I, I totally, I'd be in the same position of just... So pissed, I couldn't even think about that. Yeah, I would rip my shit out to and left. Because what if they would have said, hey, it's a it's a blood clot so bad that we have to go do brain surgery and get in there and fix it. Y'all cut my fucking head open, skull wide open, all up in there and got in there talking about it wasn't a blood clot. <sighs> Come on, man. You don't do some that. super malpractice shit right there. Yeah, you don't do that. And this is like a big place. You know, Kaiser, Permanente. So it's like. Oh, I sue the shit out of that. Oh, come on, man. I'm finna grease it up. Oh, I'd be pissed. <laughs> well, not even like yo, they're making me pump myself full of shit, and then they go, "Now nah, you're fine." 
I'm fucking suing you. Right after I pumped mm-hmm. it, the doctor came right uh, after. Right oh, after damn, I'm man. I'm talking about literally two minutes. <laughs> I like, I just shot this shit in me. <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? Taking another moment to talk to one of our longtime sponsors. This is On It. Right now, onit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash Yola. That gets you 10% off of everything on the site except for the weights. Let's get right into it. If you're a fan already, you know what's going on. On it is the peak human optimization. This is for mental and physical well-being. If one of your goals is to get super buff, On it can help you out with that. If one of your goals is to have mental clarity, gut health, they also have things for that. It does have something to do with how you feel, and how you feel is everything. Do you wake up, right, me? Do you wake up super foggy? and really not ready to go. Alpha Brain is a daily vitamin you take. it. It's cognitive focus. It helps you just get mental clarity and not like not being tired, just being alert. You remember those days where you ate breakfast before school, you got there a little early, your pencil was sharp and you started school, you felt awesome. That's the feeling it gives me. I feel like, all right, I'm prepared today. Remember guys, onit.com forward slash Yola or if you're on Spotify, Apple, doesn't matter if you're on YouTube, Go below. You'll see the blue link right there. Click the on it link. It already has our code linked up to it. Just go ahead and pick your stuff. What's up, guys? Just taking a moment to talk about one of our sponsors. This is BetterHelp. This is a service that connects you with licensed therapists. Real quick, this is not a crisis hotline. That's not what this is. This is therapy, session after session, building blocks, helping you achieve what you think you can. Personally, when I was in Oregon, I had no homies. I had nobody. I was the new kid there. I was the poorest kid there and one of the few brown ones. So when I was there, I was just sitting there going through it. It was not fun. I had no one to talk to. It was terrible. I didn't have access to something like BetterHelp like that. It didn't, this didn't exist back then but if i did 10th grade would have been a lot easier please don't be embarrassed mental health and physical health are just as equally as important like sometimes it could just be stress you were completely stressed out maybe you're a new call or a new job you just had a, a child you're a new mom new sometimes we all need to talk to somebody not whether you're eight years old or 80 so right now if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash dope you get 10 percent off your first month they match you up with these therapists. Who's going to actually work? Is this cohesive? This is confidential, guys. This is convenient. You can do it from your own room. Once again, guys, thank you for supporting the brands that support us. Back to the episode. This month. That book's coming out this month. Let's yeah, say that, right? It'll be out this month. Where can everybody find it at? You're going to be able to get it everywhere. Amazon, I got deals with everybody. Amazon, I also got an audio version for the people that love nice. Franklin. They get to hear the voice yes, through the book. Thank you. Got that. Um, I got an a ebook. Uh, this and I got a hard, a hard back, uh, the the hard copy with the hard shit on there, and that graphic novels, the graphic novel, man. This so, by itself, oh man, fucking cool, kill, man. Bro. Whoever drew this shit, great that's job, kill, great man. job. This is tight. That's gonna kill, bro. This is super tight. Um, real quick, I just, I mean, I won't get into every single thing mm-hmm. detail wise, but I just wanted to let the first time I ever met you, I know maybe we met downtown. I don't know if you thought it was as hilarious as I thought. Yeah. I went to meet you. I'm like, I know what he looks like. I don't know what car he's in. I have no idea what's going on. I won't say exactly what I was doing, but I called you. I'm like, yo, where are you at? Yeah. And I know you play the voice, but for me, when I get on the fucking phone, I'm in an alley, and you're like, yo, I'm across the street in a charger. I go, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. I'm like, I've been waiting my whole life to be on a mission. Here we fucking go. And that's the first time I ever met you. Yep, I'm walking down the alley. I'm like, he really is in a charger, huh? <laughs> All right. This is blowing my fucking mind, man. <laughs> like, it, it was too much for me. Like, all right. Yep. It's my whole that's life leading up to this uh-huh. moment. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's how we met. I still got that headshot. Oh, for real? Hell yeah, I still got that headshot. Of course I do. <laughs> um, so... 
working. Do you have a website or anything? Yeah, man. It's it's called Solo Game Changer. Solo Game Changer. Solo Game Changer. Are you a big gamer? No, I wish I was because everybody like, man, you need to be, you need to be on Twitch. You, you know you would it. fucking cry. Oh I, my I don't God. know if you know how much money you can make on that. But shit. I just don't know how to set that up, man. You, y'all know the rapper dude named um, uh, Murs. What <laughs> with the dreadlock? How would you bring yeah. this as one of my favorite rappers of all that's, time? That's my neighbor, man. So. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Murs, right living now. legend, M U R S. Yo, my me and my fiance, our first date ever was a Murs show. For real? Yes. Oh, Merz is one of my favorite rappers of all fucking time. <laughs> I saw him when he went to Strange Music and then came back. Mm. And Living Legends just aren't pumping out no music right now. I just brought it up. Like, yo, where's the Living Legends at? <laughs> I know Merz is still out here somewhere. Uh-huh. Man, that's my guy. No man. fucking. That's one of my favorite artists of all time. I don't, I can't believe my, you just said that why, shit. Is he on? Does he do Twitch? I don't know. Or is he, what, like, were you well, saying? He was, like, well, he I was saying he was going to hook me up with Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yo, we got to get you on there. And he was saying, man, you can eat, man. And you I was make like, 100K a month. Huh? He was not like, even close. You can not even. eat. I just need to get with a team that could do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing this week, right actually. Way. I'm buying the PC because I got a big Twitch. I don't use this shit. Yeah. Dude, you would crush it on there. Yeah. I mean, f- there's a kid making 400 bands off of GTA Roleplay right now on Twitch. What? A month of GTA Roleplay. Oh, no, nah, man. You are the role. I am the You are the role. You were crushing the 400K off Twitch a month? You got month? an unfair advantage on fucking Twitch, Yeah, you bro. do got an unfair advantage. But the thing is, God you damn. would crush it so hard. Well, let's do it. When we going to do it? We gonna, <laughs> we got, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it after. I mean, almost a half a mil a month off Twitch? Fucking sign me up. That's 4.8 a year. I'm with it. Yeah. Just to play games twice a, twice a week? Yeah. Fucking, and you play your own character? Come, come on, man. And how, talk, how cool and, is, and talk that and shit. And talking. Yeah. <laughs> you have people losing their shit just uh, to sign up for the thing. I mean, you you could be Twitch. Well, let's for do real, it. We're going to do it. We're going we gonna to get to that after. Yeah, there's yeah. hundreds of comments coming in right now. Fucking everybody, like, I'd sign up right now. I'd sub right now. Mm. I already know it. You start yeah. off with 30K a fucking month the day you start. Yeah. Twitch is serious. They let they and they let so much shit happen. It's it's cool for me. I smoke so much, so you know, like I always get demonetized and yeah. shit. So Twitch is they allow it. It's like a four twenty section. Oh, for real? They fuck with it, man. They oh, fuck okay. with the heavy, yeah. Okay. Um, so sologamechanger.com. Sologamechanger.com is where you're gonna be able to order the book, um, everything at the merchandise, the shirts, the hats, everything. I love that Rockstar product. lets you do your fucking thing as you, because a lot of companies wouldn't do that. Yeah, and the good thing about Rockstar is, man, my relationship with them. This is key. They gonna they gonna get behind it. Good marketing, shit. you know, helping me push <sighs> it. They gonna put it on man. their platforms, man. I tell you, I love Rockstar, man. They, yeah, what you were telling me earlier, Mike. I'd people, love the man. shit out of them too. Yeah, they sound they're, cool they're as my fuck. People's right there, man. They they treat your boy right, man. I have nothing negative or wrong to say, bro. And not just because they brought me back to do the contract, man. You know, with Dre and them and stuff. But you talking about the online? Yeah, the online deal and stuff. Um, it's just, they always just been cool. You know what I'm saying? I can, you know, ask them for any advice, you know, when I need them. They always right there. They they never was this far away, even though they, they huge, are far away. Yeah. Um, they still take phone calls. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the, the, the tops. They take phone calls from me. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm, I'm I'm a rock star team member, man, forever, man. You know, whatever they need me to do, I'm 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 here, man. You know, 
They so. put out some big news this fucking week, right? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Six is coming. Out. Oh yeah. They did. They, they did. People. They, they did. Not me. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's on World Star. <laughs> Last, I, saw I was on live uh, about a week ago, and somebody brought because we brought you up, and I was talked a little bit about how I met you. And then, you know, I was talking to Donnie and, and Pooh at that dinner, and they were talking about GTA. I go, yeah, if you ever wanted to just, you know, put me in this uh, mission, just make me a drug dealer, that's fine. I'll, I'll lead you in the grow room. And Donnie's like, it's not a bad idea. So I've been sitting here for six years waiting for this call. Like, <laughs> man, maybe one day it'll fucking happen. There's going to be grow rooms. Like, just, you know, a little fat kid just, like, bring you into the grow room and never see me again. That's all I care. Because we talked about it. You're did immortalized you see, forever. Did you see me in the grow room? DJ Pooh movie, The Grow Room. I didn't see The Grow Room. He told house. me, Grow House. He was uh, filming on the Black Magic. Grow Room, Grow House. He was just us. preaching to me about how he's going to start using the Black Magic camera for that for that movie. Yeah. That's what, uh, there's a, the, the, what's his name? The, the smaller, Lil Duval, Lil right? Duval, he's in that? Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I, I haven't Faison. seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I'm in there, man. I'm in that movie, too. That's what I forgot to say. Yeah, he, he, he Grow he, House. He cast me in The Grow House, man. He was telling me about that. Anything. DJ Pooh does, man. I don't give a fuck what it is, man. He's gonna call me and give me a shot. It's up to me to it's up to me to wanna do it. That's how our relationship is now. I don't have to probably go read that much or once he cast me, I'm cast now. Yeah. Because I done proved myself with it. Exactly. You don't need to go like you gotta teach him. Is he gonna need to be like you yeah. know, sheltered? Yeah. No, he's you know who the fuck we're talking about. That's right. And then the good thing about it is with him, he gonna make sure that he write me a role. When he go into writing movie. When he writing it, he already writing it for me. So he going to let me be me. So it's not going to be hard for me to act. Because you can't say, hey, Solo, I want you to be a doctor. I'm not an actor. You're not an actor, actor. yeah. I can't be a fucking I mean, doctor. You can, I probably but you're not could there. With a little coaching. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely probably could, you know what I'm yeah. saying, with somebody coaching me to do it. I, I'm damn sure going to try. Mm -hmm. um, but he give me... I, I don't want to say the stereotypical roles, like, you know, Solo a hood nigga, so I'm going to write him some hood shit. But if he writing about a hood dude, I would rather me be the guy that you can play that, that shit role, for real. Yeah, yeah. I, wanna, I love to be on the screen. You feel what I'm saying? So, I, I'm like I said, I'm very thankful for him, man, that he keeps me at the front of his brain when he writing shit. You know what I'm saying? The Franklin character, man. I, I owe DJ Pooh all of this that y'all see, man. Like I, like I said, y'all hear me talking, man. I just can't stop giving my dude his praise, man, because I wouldn't even be sitting in this seat without him, bro. Trust me. Well, I mean, it's great, bro. Like we were talking about earlier, you're fucking forever immortalized. Yeah. You're right next to Sonic and Super Mario, bro. Let's go. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, the best. If you think about Damn, it. Damn, that big. I mean, oh, I mean. For real, though. For no, real, though. Well, I know I, you don't see it like that. Well, GTA is GTA one is of the, the best game of all time. In, yeah, of all, of all time. time. One of the best things in entertainment. And I've never changed my fucking character. Because you have the special where you can slow drive. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'll be Franklin for fucking 10 years. I've never changed fucking characters, bro. Yeah. Anytime I play the game. Yeah, it's, it is real awkward when you're like playing with your kid. You wake up, you're Franklin. He walks over, grabs the bong and shit, hit the wrong fucking Yeah, I always hit the bong <laughs> in that shit. Me and DJ Pooh, how I got the roll. That's the whole shit, bro. That's why I'm saying this shit gonna be crazy, Damn. bro. You I got a question. DJ Pooh did? How long does it take to record the vocals for GTA? That shit took. Well, you gotta remember, it's not vocal. See what y'all, what y'all, what y'all be getting. Um, well, a lot of people get mixed up with when you are a voice actor for a video game. You are also a performer. Everything you see Franklin do in the game, I had to do it. 
all that running. They put you in one of the socks. Oh, I got the really? Suit. Oh, I had a motion caption. Get the fuck out! I didn't so know this. The fighting, the breaking the window. So you really sock fools white wow. as shit like that? All that, <laughs> hey, all that, all them cutscenes that you see us doing when we really we playing the game and it's stopped and you walk into the room and they're like, so what's up, y'all? So what we doing? We have to act all of that out. Me, wow. Michael, Trevor, uh, Lester, all of us are in the suits with cameras and I would have never thought. I did not know that ever. And in my we life. really and we really had to act all of that shit out, bro. Nah, we ain't just so sitting, much we ain't just sitting behind reading nothing like that. That's what I thought. Nah. That's what I thought. Like, yeah. This uh, is sick. Bitch, get on the ground. Get nah. on the ground. <laughs> nah. Hell no. Nah. So that's why they put the motorcycle in GTA for you? That's my real motorcycle. Yeah. Bro, get wow. the I came, fuck I came up the street just like that on my Harley Day. Oh, my God, I never bro. forget that day. So, like I said, my story is so... I can't wait for this fucking book. <laughs> I've read a book in a long time. Yeah. I'm very excited now. Watch, let me show you something real quick, real quick, real quick, man. Hey, man. The I just think it's funny. It's like the charger, the motorcycle. Like it's too much. It's so I crazy. I love that bro. attention to detail. It's it so, so fucking on point. It's crazy. Never... Okay, well, it's in the other part. Uh, but the motion caption, man. The motion caption shit is is what took so long. It took for me to film um, GTA Five for us to film it. Uh, Three and a half years. Mm. Whoa! It took about three. That's crazy. It took to about three film years because you got to do the whole dialogue, the story, yeah, movement. Because you guys are really doing that, just capturing your voices and tons and tons and tons of script, man. When I tell you tons and tons and tons that I got to study and rehearse, and I'm doing it in New York, so I'm leave here and go to New York for three weeks, and I'm there for three weeks. Do all our filming and whatever we do and we're doing, then come back home for like three weeks and then back to New York for three weeks. So I was doing that for like two to three years. Wow. Back and forth. So I was bi coastal living. You feel me? Um, Dope as fuck, though, man. Yeah, but when you see, when y'all see Franklin, man, cameras, when y'all see Franklin doing anything he's doing in there, it's either me doing it live or a stuntman doing it. Like when Franklin had to jump from the back of the car to the boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like one of the opening, the opening missions. Yeah, stuntman had to because I fucking they really had it set up in the studio just like that, and you have to fucking really jump up. This Bro, that I got so much more respect for fucking yeah. the video game right now. I did not hey, know man, you guys were doing nah, that shit. You have to really do that shit. What the. I thought it was just some. Oh yeah, what's up? In my mind, it's just right, magic. Cool. Some dude back there pushing. Yeah, buttons. just making nah, buttons. Yeah. Bro, I wish. That's how it's so realistic. That's I why wish, it's so bro. realistic. Look, yeah. look, quick story, man. When when I went to and it's in here. When I went to um go do the rock star shit, I wanted to quit two times on set because you gotta remember we didn't know we were doing Grand Theft Auto to like after about two years of being what? on set, about a year and a half. You're just making the paradise. We making so called paradise. They're that exclusive with that game. They couldn't have they them didn't tell about the lead right? one of the leads that you were in the game. Insane. Yet. But Rockstar moves in silence, man. One thing about them, they are so secret and they. That's the most sharp, secretive bro. shit I ever heard. They sharp. They smart. When I worked with them, man, I just the director, man. Oh my god, he's 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 the best. It's a couple of directors there, but. That one, the one director, he don't like his name being out there, so I won't put it out there. But he is the best. He's the fucking best. I, so you guys are making a movie, by the way. It's a video game. It's a video. Oh, if they did a movie, no, bro. I'm saying that's how you guys are filming it. You're filming the God movie. Oh, I never. Even, that, I, hey, if they, if anybody did a Grand Theft Auto movie, please cast me, because you know sometimes they say, "Oh, we gonna get a uh, what's the dude to play Killmonger." 
Huh? What's his name? I don't even play know what Black Panther. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, they say we're going to get Michael <laughs> B. Jordan to play, uh, <laughs> to play Franklin. Uh, you know, no, yeah, man, yeah, please yeah. come back and get yeah, that. I got you. I get in shape. I do push-ups. <laughs> I do all that shit. Now man. you be a real actor. Like, for oh, real. Like, man, if they do a movie. Oh, Bobby. That, but got, that, just, that just goes to show you that they don't need to do a movie. No, That's how big the game is. Biggest game of all time. They don't need to. I punched somebody in, in the sixth line. grade or fifth grade with my uncle. I've been hooked ever since, since part three. I punched yeah. a lady right by the pier and went, the fuck, this is way better than Shinobi and shit. I'm out, man. And I was hooked since the fifth grade, man. So Yeah, man. Yeah, bro, thank you for being here. This this is so fun. I, I just know so the fans are going to love this shit so much. Man. I hope they do, man. I appreciate it. Your story, I can't wait to read this fucking book. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to have you, I'm going to have y'all some copies, man, in like oh, two yeah. days. They'll be here in two days. Dude. I got like 50 book copies. I'm going to have to get them out to all the right Let us people. know, and, and if it is in two days, We'll take. We'll throw like overlay it on the screen if the the actual done cover. Yeah. Because this doesn't come out till Monday. Okay. So we have a couple well, days to I edit and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll put the yeah. links in the description. Yeah, we'll put the links and all that shit. Just whatever you need. Yeah. We'll help you. I mean, I know I, I'm excited as fuck to read that. Yeah. Just that little thing. I didn't know it was like part animated too. Yeah. There's some animation in there. Yeah. It's sick, man. I like that. Yeah. Like like that right there. I, I can leave you that. You could keep that. You can read through Appreciate that. That's the first chapter in the book. I want you to read that. But this right here, I can't because it's that's the that's the first one. Yeah, this is this, this is, is this is bro. You have a whole nother thing on your hands here. Yeah, I went a whole nother direction. Yeah, the, a whole the, other the, thing. The, the writer with me, Yusuf. Um, that's he come up with the that idea right there, man. With the comic, the so smart, novel, man. so fucking oh, smart. Yeah, he's, Put he's this smart, in every fucking man. GameStop in America. Oh man, gone, God gone, out of here, gone. I mean, <laughs> you have such a, a a strong cult following that yeah. well, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and as long yeah. as it's real, authentic, it's fucking sold. Do you think most gamers realize that you guys are real people? I don't think a lot do. Um, they 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 do, but they don't like. Like, look at my followers on Instagram, man. Um, me, Ned, and Steven. Well, Steven followers, he's about a million now because he's Walking Dead. He played Trevor. He's in Walking Dead. He's in Better Call Saul. He's in Snowpiercer. He took the he took the the Trevor role and ran he with expanded it. the shit. He out went of and it, got man. roles in movies and shit. Me, he was so I went good. back to the house and said, "Fuck this stupid shit. I'm not an actor." <laughs> That's yeah. just every everybody I tell you that I'll be like, man, they like get headshots, go and start doing stuff. Man, fuck, I don't want to do all that shit, man. Fuck that. You could um, though if you wanted to, man. Slink, he ran with the Black Jesus and other stuff. Yeah, Black Jesus. Um, you ever seen Black Jesus show? No. Well, that's I'll show you later. That's slink. yeah, that's slink. But uh, Michael, you know, they took their stuff and rolled with it, man. Who plays Michael? I never never seen it. Ned Luke, he plays Michael, man. But they um. I think that if everybody knew who we was, yeah. we we should have 10, 20 million followers mm -hmm. easy. Yeah. Easy. Because Rockstar has about 100 and something. Yeah. Fucking easy as fuck, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, but, people want to connect with the person they've fucking been but, chilling with every day for years. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. Do my favorite characters are a mm -hmm. real person? Yeah. Where's the book? I'm like, it's easy. You, like, give me the book. I'm telling you, bro. I was just... We were just out eating yesterday, and I get this all the time, no matter where I go, Vegas, out of state, anywhere. And a guy just recognized my voice. And I seen him just was looking, and I was like, <laughs> and I said, what's up, man? And he was like, do you, um, 
you play the character uh, Franklin in it? Are you Franklin? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, shit. And, and he's a work, he the, works in the restaurant. Just from the sound. <laughs> Loud. Can I get pictures? What's your Instagram? See, that lets you know that. They don't know. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's millions of people that's like, where yeah. is he? Do millions of people. I bet this press run you're about to fucking go on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 bro. So, you know, we are supposed to have millions and millions of followers. But me, I'm so down to earth, dude, man. I don't give a damn, man. If I have 50 followers, if I have 5,000 followers, I'm still going to be me. Mm -hmm. You can't take Franklin from me. I'm still the guy that laid the voice and the performance to Franklin. That's even crazier to me, bro. I didn't know that. That's why I say we are performers. If you look at my old TMZs, man, I got two TMZs out where they done popped up in my face. And I tell them, man, we performance, man. We are performers on another level because you got to remember, I did movies and I did this shit, right? Movies, you dressed, fully costumed. You sitting in a real car. You sitting at a real desk. You doing on real shit. You got a real fucking pretty good close to real gun in your hand. It's easy to fall in the character. On here, you got a fucking scuba diving suit on with all these fucking balls all over you. A helmet on. Camera in your face. Wires hanging. All kind of shit. And you you got to act out all of that shit you see Franklin and everybody doing. We acting that shit out. Just but we also screen. acting it out with a fucking... A wooden box and a crate and a a pole coming from right here with a a little fake steering wheel. And we to in the car acting like we. <laughs> so you gotta imagine we gotta uh, go into an imaginary. You are an world. actor. I don't know if you know that. That know. is straight act. I am. I, I'm a performer too because I'm performing now because yeah. I close my eyes and they say, "This is the ocean out this way." They already see it on the computer. Like, this is where we're going to put the ocean at. You sit wow. right here looking out the water. Wow. And you're looking at a wall. And they're like, that's the ocean. So you got to pretty much just like, all right, that's the ocean. Like, damn, look at the water. Grab a rock. A Broadway actor. Yeah. That's literally what's yeah. going yeah. on here, man. Yeah, bro. So, Do you ever think you'd be doing that? Nah. Man. You know what I'm saying? From everything you told me in the beginning? Never in <laughs> to my To be like, yo, dreams, Super Mario, bro. Sonic, you know, Franklin, Trevor, and Michael? I never in my wildest dreams would have thought I would have been doing any of this, let alone a book. Um, just being in this world, man, because of how I came up. A fuck up. Well, not a fuck up, because what's a fuck up? In the in the in the minds of the government and them, they say anything we do is illegal. Yeah. If you fuck up in your own mind, then you're a fuck. Then you're a fuck. Like up, once you so. say yourself, like I am a fucking, yeah. then that's when you hit. Yeah, I classify myself as a survivalist because I come up in poverty and I didn't have shit and all I and I knew it was a better world out there. And the only way I can get to it was to gravitate to so called illegal drugs. You feel what I'm saying? Because Everything that's illegal, there's a motherfucker sitting up in a room that makes it illegal. Mm-hmm. But it's legal to them with, like you said, future big pharma. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's legal from them. If they can tax you, it's just legal. Because if you look at pills, they're nothing but heroin. Mm-hmm. That's it. Straight up opiate. So I can say I was a heroin addict for all them years yeah. because it's opiate. That's mm-hmm. what they do. They get it and they be scratching. I used to be scratching, bro. And then when you're addicted to anything, your stomach tells you, your stomach get to hurting. I need more of that shit. You be like, fuck, I got I to gotta get another, I got to pop another pill. Your stomach get to tripping. When I talk to my boys that be on lean, they said the same shit. They say, man, your stomach get the to hurting. The withdrawals are bad with lean. Yeah, so they got to hair up and get some lean in them. Mm-hmm. 
They got to hurry up because the body is saying, hey, I'm going to start tripping on your ass. So, yeah, man. I came a long way, man. I came a long way, man. And I I got a ways to go, man. I know I still, this book is just only up to Grand Theft Auto. I'm still living my life, man. I'm still raising a family. I'm still being a provider and a protector. How long you been with your wife? We've been married 25 years. (laughs) Wow. 25 years. Congrats on that. That's big. Been together 30 years, man. Being able to tolerate and be fucking friends with somebody that long is big. That's big. Yeah, bro. Been with that lady a long time, man. Congrats, man. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, all right. Before we get out of here, sologamechanger.com. Guys, go check that shit out. Marty, you got anything else? Thank you, man. We really appreciate this. Oh, we man. Didn't have yeah. To do this. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate it. One thing, though, before we go, we didn't talk about, I want to talk about it, man. What? The contract, man. See, y'all y'all know what the hell going on when Mm-mm. I say the contract, you know? No. Y'all don't know? No. What's that? Man, y'all tripping. I shouldn't even <laughs> came here. Oh, no. I should have made y'all do y'all fucking due diligence before I came here, man. The nope. fans is really going to kick y'all ass. It's okay. They know I don't play I don't nah, play games as much no more. fuck that. You supposed to do your due diligence. Nah, I don't know what this, the contract man. is. I'm going to show you what the contract is. Man, you tripping. Oh, man. Is this fucking that <laughs> tight? It came out December 15th. Oh yeah, no, I have the same fucking game, and I play it. I don't play. On, I never played online bro, before, bro. Bro, I just can't. I don't understand this shit, bro. Yeah, I've never played online or I'm nothing. Just gonna show you, bro. I still got the same Grand Theft Auto. You tripping? I just top at the top of the mountain with your fucking character. Bro, really? And I, I know. Drop off the mountain, bro. That's it. You tripping, bro? Who is that? Oh, I've seen this shit. It was on fucking. Uh, it was on the New York. On the, the uh, on the thing uh, on my page, downtown square. I mean, uh, Times Square. Times Square Garden. Yeah, Times Square. Yeah. So, oh, see, that's what it's called—the contract. The contract. Oh, I didn't know what it was update. called. It's the doc. The new, it's like the new. It's update. like the store, a new storyline, correct? But it's yeah. Dr. Dre's in it. Like, like, like. Look, um, let me show you. I didn't know it's called the contract. I don't. I, I'm not gonna act like I know anything about. Yeah, this you don't shit. Play games. I, I should know about this shit. Yeah. All right, watch. No, all my homies are on the ro- on that GTA role play right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just don't. Have the, I just don't get it. Like. Anderson Pat. They gave you a beard and shit. That was my car right there, the money. I mean, yeah, the Monte Carlo. Anderson Pot. Yeah. Excuse my ignorance here. So this is like a new variation it just of the game. Came out December fifteenth. Oh, all new missions and everything. Franklin, this is what my brother's been playing on. My little brother's like, I've been playing the new GTA. I'm like, the new GTA is not out yet. For what are you talking Frank, about? Franklin is a boss. He has a beard. He's I run a, the whole shit. It's a corporation. Called, it's called Franklin Clinton, man, and partners. I run oh, a, shit. I run a whole new operation now. Franklin is filthy rich. Dr. Dre. Loses his music. Somebody steals his music. And all the players to get, come help get Dr. Dre music back, they have to come see me first, and I'll send you where to go. Oh, my God. So you get a mission caller now? 
And I go on missions with him. Me, me, and Lamar, online, me and Lamar bro. shoot shit up, all that shit, man. See, I'm not online, dude. Oh, I play like, my same, the same, my same console over. Like you said with Twitch, I don't understand how to do online. Yeah. Like I don't man. even know how to log in to play GTA. So I've been back to work. <laughs> That's what I'm, nice. I've been back to work. How bro. long you been working on that? That's it. I, uh, it took me a couple months to film all of that. Is so that like a faster. prequel? Is it like yes. a prequel to GTA Six? It's just completely. It's like a little bonus it's just, package. It's, it's just some extra online because you know uh, people didn't think they'd see Franklin and Lamar back, man. Well, we came back with Dr. Drake, DJ Pooh in it, all of that shit. Crazy. Yeah, DJ S- Pooh's involved. I'm missing now, bro. I'm yeah, over you, here. You, you, y'all got to go. Out. Y'all got to Google it. Go check it out. No, man, I, I, I knew there was another thing. I just didn't know it was called a contract, but I don't play online. Oh, man. You got to go on there. DJ Pooh on there. I, DJ Pooh's a character. I man. just go to the. Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine. Damn. Scope. He's in it. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's, that's crazy. I just they hop in the car and I go where all the yellow gangs are and the Mexican yellow gangs. That's right, quick. That's what I do. Is that your fucking house? If you really want in, I'm on a golf oh, it's a golf course. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you got to go check it out, bro. Yo. Man, this shit's so cool, though. Are you getting text messages on the game? <laughs> As you're the... Pr- oh, my God. Jimmy, I mean... Oh, this is in Studio... Uh, supposed to be in Studio City? DJ Finally got... Put himself... Finally put himself in the game. Oh, man, you got to see it. When we hit the studio and Lamar grabbed a mic and start rapping in Dre's studio and they, they put on the beat Cutie Pie and he and that motherfucker riding around with Chop, he started rapping like a motherfucker. Bro, Y'all I, I got to get online. Man. I got to get online, man. Damn. I, see, I, I, can't, always... I can't be on here if I ain't talking about the contract, man. The contract, y'all. I know so that's every, out right now. Yeah, yeah. it's been out since December thirteenth, December fifteenth. Um, it got released. Yeah, I saw your post. Like, my that's a man, big fucking ad ass, right there. Man. It's kicking. That's ass. for my brother, it's man. My little good. brother's like, I'm on the new Grand Theft Auto. I'm like, the new? You know, you're late, motherfucker. Yeah. That shit came out a long time ago. Nah, I'm talking about bro. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. I'm so late, dude. We just yeah. work. I don't play games. With Doctor Dre, get back on it. Um. DJ Pooh, Anderson Pack, um, it got all of the music on it. Dre just dropped all the music with him, Nipsey, uh, Eminem, they Kendrick Lamar, Snoop, Buster Rhymes, you name it, everybody on it. He dropped songs in the in the video game in our new game called The Contract. I mean, you were in the studio as a mission and they're making music. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, man. That's pretty cool. All right, I'll get got, online. You got to Google. I'll get you online. Get on your phone and go into YouTube, man. This will help you out a lot. Um, just go on in, put in uh, the contract uh, cutscenes. Just, just watch it all. Cutscenes, and you can watch all the shit with me. And so Dre. I just got download the pack, right? For for my yeah, online shit to play. It's free. You just download it. Go on uh, in, download right. the contract. I'm slipping. We were thinking about putting a little gaming station right here too. Yeah. We need to do it because yeah, I don't yeah, use it. Yeah. I don't use it. That's what you should have. You should have something sitting behind here where the game is playing right now. <sighs> up there. So you got to gotta ask you before you got here. Damn. Yeah. Set designer. Yeah, so I have to, <laughs> I have to, man, as part of the Rockstar team. GTA man. contracts. The contract, man. If you ain't downloaded it, go download it, which I know everybody around the world and downloaded it, been playing it, man. 
just go and play it and continue to play it. I know everybody probably finished it already because sure. you walk up in the office with me, you know, and I and and I pull you in as my partner. If you create your character, now we partners in the business to go help Drake get his shit back. But we also helping a whole lot of rich people fix their problems too. So I'm like a fixer now. I run a company. I'm filthy rich. Me and um Tanisha got married in the game. We had kids. It's like a fucking sequel to a movie over <laughs> yeah, here, man. This we, is tight. Yeah, we had yeah. kids and everything, man. Yeah, oh, fuck. All right, I'm slipping. I'm I, and I got you. we got you. weed in there called LD Organics. Motherfuckers getting high. We, we, we start our own weed brand in the game. You got to go play it, bro. All right, I'm fucking up. Okay. We turned the whole van into weed. We made a van out of weed. Like, like and, up in smoke? And and and, and had an accident. Yeah, had an accident, and the smoke was everywhere. And everybody was coming out to come check the accident, and they were high <laughs> as a motherfucker. LD Organics, man. Okay, Lamar all right. Davis. I got you. I will download that bitch today. I got the PS5. I use that shit. Two yeah, I'll be times, back too, bro. and I'm gonna quiz you on it. When I got I come you. Back, man, I got you. My little the, brother's gonna be blasphemy right now when he watches this shit. Uh-huh. My little brother lives on GTA. So I, I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it today. Yeah, yeah. I could not leave without saying that, man. I thought you was gonna ask me about it, but I see you slipping. Man. I'm fucking up, apparently. And yeah, then, then again, people are gonna get pissed. Like I told you, you should have been gaming. They tell me every day, why don't you game no, on Twitch? And, and, and you know what this does for me, and this is for anybody that's watching um, right now. Um, you have to do your due diligence on his latest shit because you want you want to you want. You don't want to not interview somebody and then not bring up their latest stuff. And that's why Rockstar be saying... Make sure they you do. say that shit. Nah they, nah, they don't do that. They just say, who who you going to do it? I, I stepped out of doing what I'm supposed to do for you, only for you. Appreciate it. Um, Rockstar said, like, they want me to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to go do this interview with my man Yolan them over here. They want to contact you to find out what you know before I even do it. Damn, they're on their so I shit. So I stepped out of the, because I, I came and do my own thing today. Like other people, they got to go through Rockstar to even set an interview up with mm. me. Because Rockstar want to make sure you asking the right questions. Yeah. Damn, they got their product. Fuck. Yeah, so that's why I, I, we have to not just talk about this. This is good. This is a good pub, but... You, I have to talk about the contract with Dr. Dre and us, man, that just came out December 15th. Well, look, so I'm you might have just got me back on fucking playing games, man. So all right. You, all right, there it is, all right? Yeah, and then yeah. after this, we'll figure out your Twitch shit. I'll fucking stream Twitch on the contracts, all right? Make sure you run uh, it'll make up for this, all right? I'm and make sorry. sure y'all run the trailer. Did you run the trailer? Oh, can we? The contract trailer. Yeah, hell yeah. It's free. It's on YouTube. Shit. Okay. I mean, because we get fucked with So if, if you're... I'll be like, yo, they told me I could fucking play that shit. In the- you interviewing me. All right. Yeah. All right. That's where we're starting the fucking episode off with me. Pain. That's how it's going to open, the okay? The contract man. opening up. <laughs> All right. To make up for this shit. All right. I promise. I'll be a gamer again. I'll yep, get more yep, on yep. it. All right. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for being here. This has been another episode of the Dope's Usual Podcast, SoloGameChanger.com. Don't forget. Thank you guys so much for being here. Marty, thank you. Marty, Marty. Thank you, sir. I John, appreciate thank you so much show. for being here. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Have a dope-ass day. Have a dope-ass day. Yeah. My Dude, God. this. <laughs> this is going to be. Yeah, I'm going to get y'all the books. Like I said, it'll be a few days. Uh, GameStop, bro. GameStop. This is Well, it's going to be everywhere, bro, because they not playing, man. Rockstar, when they so, get behind something. So they really